0: A world in ruins and brothers betrayed. The vengeful spirit has finally left the orbit of Istvan III. Countless brother-assadis lay cold in the ground, betrayed by their own gene-fathers. Whatever has possessed the minds of these four sons of the Emperor, we may never know. However, reports abound of a ship under fire jumping into the warp away from the fleet may yet be a herald of light in these darkest of times. Stay tuned, brothers. Radio Free Istvan will continue to broadcast updates on the movements of the traitor War Master. And remember, the emperor
1: protects.
0: Hello. What's going on, Radio Free Van listeners? And welcome to episode 37 of Radio Free Van, a Horace Heresy 30K podcast. Mandy, I, I feel like I'm really loud. Hold on one second. No, not loud at all. It's just all in my head. My name is Michael. You're... Uh, I guess one of the hosts on the show, and I got my co-host Ryan here. Go and say what's going on, Ryan. What's happening, everybody? And, uh, man, dude, 37. 37 episodes in, man. We've been knocking these out pretty pretty regularly, dude. Uh, guys, I got a... Every week. Every week, dude, we just come in just slinging words on the internet so people can hear. So... Yep. So we got a pretty nice little show set up for you guys. Uh, we got... Of course, our opening and our hobby progress—we're gonna go over. Uh, we put out a survey to 369 people out there that took the survey. Uh, like, well, there was a bunch of questions, like, what army do you play? It had a whole bunch of questions on it. We're gonna go over that survey a little bit and some of the answers that we got from it. Uh, of course, we've got listener voicemails, which are always fun. Uh, we got a couple questions we're gonna a- get asked answered. We got asked the questions, and we're gonna answer them on the show. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> and then uh, we have a 2,500-point Vigil Operati Ultramarines list, a 2,500-point Skyhunter Phalanx list. That's Alpha Legion. A 1,500-point World Eater list. A, and then we're going to go over uh, the last, uh, last podcast, episode 36, we had a, a user or an, a, I guess a listener request that we put Two Typhons in a list, a Death Guard list, at twenty five hundred points, and uh, Ryan made that happen.
2: Not two Typhons, Typhon, Callus Typhon. Yeah, Callus Typhon, and then Typhon. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: (laughs) So Ryan got that, got that, made up, made that happen. So I guess let's kick it off, man. How you doing, dude? How how's it's cold? It's cold down here too. Not as cold. Well, I think it's like. It was six degrees colder than you. I got to pretend like we were Indiana for a day.
2: Yep, it was four this morning. Which, depending on where you're from, that's really cold, or normal, or not that cold, I guess.
0: It was 11 this morning. 11. I'm pretty sure there's like 30 percent of Victorias dead now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gone, <laughs> off and right they're yet. dead. <laughs> Yeah man, winter man, winter just gets you But what's cool is Like, it's not like a Like a fucking Fuck cold, just fuck, fuck, fuck It's like a, it's like a nice cold man Sun's out, sun's shining now Took my cat out earlier And uh Like, it felt really good Man, I was really happy to be outside I was like, this must be what all those Indianians feel when they just Stand around outside, outside of shops And stuff this must be what they get to enjoy. <laughs> Instead of the just, I,
2: fuck you hot, you know? I still think it's funny that you're blown away, that people stand outside and talk. I was like,
0: why the fuck are they outside? Don't they know how good inside is? Don't they know that it's <laughs> controlled weather on the inside? I don't know, dude. Yeah, dude. It's pretty crazy to me. But yeah, dude, it's just fucking cold as shit now. We've had a... Man, we haven't really had anything happen either. Like I'm trying to think if we had any like big news this, this side of town or this side of the Mississippi. Nothing. No. Nope. It's just been pretty, pretty boring week in general. Just working, working and now podcasting.
2: I got nothing. It's I got pretty,
0: nothing to report, bro.
2: It's pretty much the same here. It snowed. Snowed earlier this week. Um it got real cold. I went out and Shoveled this morning. So that's always fun.
3: I'm between,
2: glad, I'm between, glad uh, chore
0: sure that I had to learn how to do. Oh,
2: I, I've shoveled more stuff than probably 99.9% of the population of the earth just with the jobs that I've had. Like, that's. Like, when they're the saying the world needs ditch diggers too, well, I'm the ditch digger, apparently. <laughs> You're that guy they talk about? Yeah, from, like, the age of 16 until about three years ago, like, all I used to do almost every day was shovel shit. Do you just, like, like
0: have sho- massive... shovel dirt, like- <laughs> shovel coal.
2: <laughs> you just got, like, massive, like, biceps and shit and, like... No, none of that. I'm not genetically gifted in that way. It's just more... I can set a pace and stay where I can just shovel and shovel and shovel and not have to take breaks. And it's pretty funny cuz like my wife will have little yard projects like, "Hey, can we do this?" and I'm always like they always give me the shovel cuz I'm the shovel expert. <laughs> and I like cuz there were days when I worked construction like you'd leave for the weekend. You you have these things like you'll dig a hole and the, you know for like the lay pipe in or whatever. We well, can't just get down in the hole cuz it's dangerous. The walls can collapse in and kill your ass. So, you put a trench box in there, which is like a metal box. It's solid on the sides. And then the ends have spreader bars in it and they're kind of open. And then you usually hang a road plate, which is just like a thick sheet of steel at the top of it to cover most of it. So, basically, it's only open like on the two ends, like fairly low. And you would dig a trench and put that down in there and then lay pipe down through there and pull the box down through the trench as you go and work. So anyway, what would happen, you'd leave that trench box in there and leave for the weekend and you'd get like some type of rainstorm or whatever and it'd wash all the mud down into the hole and just fill that entire hole around that trench box and shit with just mud. Well, because you have like pipe or something sensitive in there, you can't really dig it out with an excavator. So they just so,
0: said, get them
2: get the shovel expert in here. <laughs> yep. So you'd get like five guys in the hole and you'd just shovel for about twelve hours and then go home, and then come back the next day and shovel for about 12 hours until it was done, until you got down to the pipe.
0: That sounds so inefficient. (laughs) Oh, it's terrible.
2: It's terrible. Because the problem was, if you pulled the trench box, it would damage the pipe, because we were like 32 feet in the ground. This isn't typical, but we were on this one job where it happened a lot. We were so deep in the ground, the trench box, the friction of the dirt on the side and around the trench box, the excavator wasn't strong enough to pull it out. And then even if it was, when you pull up on the end, obviously this corner goes down so you could kink or break the pipe off. So the only way to get down to what you were doing was just to do it by hand. So yeah, that was fun.
0: <laughs> That's the life of a ditch digger.
2: Yep, pretty much.
0: Could you listen to, like, podcasts or shit? Or was this, like, way long ago? No,
2: this was, like, in the 2000s. I didn't know what a podcast was. Oh. Thank you. Think I had a I don't even know I had a cell phone. I think I had a pager. <laughs> Maybe. It's about that time.
0: Back when I had my Walkman.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I didn't have shit.
0: So you're just stuck for twelve hours digging with your thoughts?
2: Yep. Couldn't well know. we had we had two or three other guys. We just tell stupid ass stories, make fun of each other. Well that's that's the life of a blue collar worker right there. Yeah. Pretty much. <clears throat> Glad I don't do it anymore.
0: Hell yeah. You work your way out of it, clearly. <clears> oh, <throat> I got this cough, man. It's killing me. Are you sick? What'd you do? No. It's just coughing, man. It's just coughing all the time, dude. Cough, cough, cough. I mean, I guess it is some sort of illness, some sort of death I have going on. But yeah, it's just coughing all the time now. I'm gonna try and sleep, everything. Coughing. Musinex City, it fucking sucks. Huh. Like I was listening to uh, the sound from the last podcast just to make sure, like everything sounded good and all that stuff. And I noticed, like, I sounded extra nasally because of <clears throat> being congested. Being congested and shit. It's just not my season, man. I love cold weather, but it's just not my season.
2: You love cold weather. <clears throat> you should have. Uh, you should come up here and visit more.
0: No, that's not cold weather. That's freezing weather. Cold and freezing are two separate things.
2: Okay. I wasn't aware of this. I didn't know there was a distinction.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, dude, what are you working on hobby-wise? What you got going on over there?
2: Finally finished all these Blood Angel Veteran Tacticals, so they're done. I'm just basing them right now. So right now, as we speak, I'm doing the glue and gravel on them. And then tonight... I'm going to paint the bases while game night's going on. So while everybody else is here having fun, I'm going to be sitting here painting these stupid bases. I also started on the third Avenger Strike Fighter. I painted it like a... It's it's just prime black, and then I did the thing where we were talking about where I took a dark gray and like faded it down. Like, it's... You know, the top's dark gray and then faded it down and then yeah. mixed a little dark gray with like kind of a medium gray and sprayed just like highlights on it where it's kind of it looks shaded like just grays. And then I went and took the medium gray and line highlighted all the panels like line like and all that. And then this morning I sp- used an airbrush to spray known Oil all over it to make it look black again, but where it looks like shaded black with highlights and shit underneath the Nuln Oil. Very cool, dude. Hell yeah. So I got all that done. So now I'm waiting for it to, it should be dry now, but you know, but obviously recording this podcast. So after the podcast, I'm going to, uh, tape it off and spray the red on it. Cause I'm going to do the black first and then airbrush the red on there. And then I'll, uh, finish painting it in the next, you know, probably Monday or Tuesday, something like that. And then I should be ready to go for the Michigan event.
0: You pretty pumped about that? Pretty pumped for the Michigan? It should event.
2: be fun. Yeah. I'm not pumped for the, because I, I get off work on Friday and I won't be home till midnight because I work second shift, and then I got to get up at like five thirty in the morning to get ready to go. Are you driving or somebody else driving? I'm driving. Fuck. <laughs> so Scott, Scott's coming up to stay the night on Friday night, um, and then we're gonna pick up Chris Duncan on the way, and then all three of us are gonna ride up there together and then play in the event and then drive back, all in the same night.
0: In your Tacoma?
2: No, we're gonna. I'm trading my wife. I'm gonna take her uh, Outback, her Subaru Outback.
0: Gotcha. A little bit more room, a little bit more leg room in there.
2: Yeah, we can't cram Scott <clears throat> in the back of the truck. He's a he's a veteran. He deserves more respect than that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's probably roading worse. I'm sure. Oh uh, yeah, road, road, probably. Road yeah. But he yeah, Go but ahead. he's retired. Go ahead and call in and tell us that story, Scott. That I know you're gonna share about your. Worst riding condition. I'm just trying to like instigate stories out of Scott because he's gold. Yeah. Man.
2: He's gold. <laughs> nah, he's retired, man. He don't have to put up with that shit no more. It's like, what are
0: some of the worst conditions you've had to ride in Scott? <laughs> he's going to call in. It's like, oh
2: hold on. <laughs> uh, I would imagine that those aren't things we want to discuss on the podcast. <laughs> um, Nah, but anyway, it should be a fun trip. Um, him and Chris Duncan are always a blast to hang around with, so it won't be a bad car ride. We'll all ha- have good company to talk to.
0: For fucking real, man. I love riding with my boys. We need to do a road trip here pretty soon.
2: So, that should be fun. The um, the Michigan guys are cool to play with, um, and they're all real nice dudes. So, yeah, I think it'll be a really fun event. And, um... I have another friend that lives in Detroit, uh, Dave Stolarski. <clears throat> Super nice guy, and I don't get to see him very much. I get to see him a couple times a year, and we talk on the phone every once in a while. But I always r- enjoy hanging out with him. He's got a really cool Alpha Legion army. He was the first first person I know that played Alpha, like he played I- Alpha Legion like right out of the gate. And he had the the shiny metallic like green blue faded like right after Forge World did it, like he was the first person outside of the Forge World studio that I knew that had a, an army that looked like that.
0: What a bad dude! <laughs> <clears throat> that are, that that color like that color combo is like it's, there's no turning back now from that.
2: His look really really good. He did the the Tamiya clears I think is what they are, and there he did a. He does a blue and then a green. So they're like actually like the blue green, almost like that DuPont Chrome Illusions paint shit that people put on cars. Yeah. Or used to put on cars. That's
0: well, how that's how Jay does his, man. That's how Jay does his Alpha Legion. It looks so fucking good. And yeah. then Jay also does Mars Red bases, so they just contrast each other. Oh,
2: dude, this looks so good.
0: Jay's so good at painting. And he's so sneaky about it too.
2: <laughs> his Night Lords look really good. I was really impressed with his lightning. Uh, last year at Adepticon on those Night Lords, Jay's real sneaky because like he
0: we won't hear we call him the Silent Giant because like yep. he he just won't like like he's always like he's in the chat but like he doesn't really like talk too much in the chat and so yep. then all of a sudden you're just like it's like yeah blah blah talking and then boom he like throws some pictures up and you're like you just painted a whole fucking White Scars army this weekend like what the fuck like what the shit man it's like. <laughs> like above tabletop standard. Like I, I think he could be a commission painter, dude. Like his shit's like so good. And you're just like, Oh, okay.
2: Well, that's how that is. Just coming out the woodwork. Just our work. buddy Max is like that. Like he'll talk and stuff when he's like, he'll <laughs> buy. I remember one year at Gen Con. I think I told you the story why we, you were here. We went to Gen Con one night and the vendor hall closes at six. And mm-hmm. so he bought a contemptor at the forge World booth at Gen Con and then left Gen Con around 6 or 7 o'clock at night. And then I think it was like 1 in the morning. I was looking on my phone, and I got on the Freebootist forum because he's a member, too, and he'd already posted it fully assembled and painted. was
0: fucking sick.
2: And it looks good. And I'm like, what the... F-? Like, did you paint in the car? Do you own a time machine? <laughs> like, you? I literally saw this, like, in a bag at the Forge World booth hours ago, and now it's fully, like... It's not fair, bro. It's not fair. I don't know how people paint that fast and manage to make it look good.
0: That's how Samson is, man. Samson had that poor fire on that he just like got from Forge World. He's like, "Hey, look what I got from Forge World." Three days later, well, that was fun. Nah, god damn it! Like pro painted Porphyron on with cool walking <laughs> stance. Like, god, it's damn bringing it, it uh, stiff. <laughs> you know, I don't know, dude. This commission thing. I don't know. I, I never know what what Army Samson has, dude. I never know. Yeah. He's always uh, he's always molding. And that's why I love him. It's cuz he always got something new to show up.
2: <laughs> so what have you worked on hobby progress-wise?
0: Uh, well, I'm kind of all over the place right now. Um I have not touched my display board or anything like that which I need to. actually I need to find a wash. I don't know if I brought this up last episode but I need to find a wash to to put on that sand color tile something. I tried five parts well I can I'll show you here in a little bit. Basically I had a Zomortalis mortalis plate lying around from a Goochman Raphael he sent some to us. I had them lying around, and I, so I spray painted one of them tests, and I tried um, washing the uh, washing the tile with like yep. I did one part Agrax Air Shade, one part um, lamian Medium, and then I did one part Agrax, two parts lamian and like it was all the way to five parts where it like started not overwhelming the tile. And I was like, yeah. okay. I was like, and it didn't even really look good. So I was like, well, fuck. That was kind of my out. Was I like, bought a big old pot of Agrax, and it just doesn't look good. So I got to find something else to to wash it with. And somebody online actually said to use like tea, or in on Reddit they said use
2: tea bags or something like that. Oh, I don't, like tea and water to stain it.
0: Yeah, hmm. I have no fucking. Clue. I know people
2: stain paper that way, like to make paper look old. Use tea.
0: Bro, I have no idea. But so I have not touched that project in a minute. Um, so I was kind of like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and work on some other things. I'm going to take a step back from this. And so I've been playing a lot of Battlefield. <laughs> That's useful. <laughs> Dude, okay, real quick, real quick. So the other day, speaking of Battlefield, and, you know, we're, I'm just going to bring this up. So I, I get online, and it's uh, Tim and Michael playing. And okay, from I of Horace. From I of Horus. But every time I, like, join the game, they're on the other team. But we're at a party, so, like, I can hear them talking and all that stuff, and we're talking back and forth. And they're like, oh, because they're looking for me. And I'm playing in this, like, support class. And I, I run, like, the engineering kind of style of play, like, we're, like, fixed tanks and stuff like that. And I kept telling them the entire game, I was like, I was like, hey guys, I was like, I'm telling you. I was like, you don't know about me. I'm a professional. I'm a professional at this engineer stuff. Like I kept saying, I'm a pro. I'm a pro at engineering. Because what I do is like I'm really good at stealing tanks in that game. Like just insanely good at like blowing your tank up to where like you're like, I'm not gonna die in this, and you hop out and at the same time, I hop in, fast fix it, back the fuck up and take off with your tank take it off into, like, a corner and go fix it while I'm there. <clears throat> anyway, I do it all the time. Really good at stealing tanks in that game. Okay. And, uh, like, if I don't have a tank and I see a tank, I'm getting that tank. So they're playing this, like, uh, like, 007, like, let's hunt Michael down and find him game where they're, like, trying to trying to locate me and kill me. And so... Okay. You know, I'm running around in horses and stuff like that, and finally I get in a tank, and I'm just, like, blasting people. And Well, actually, I'm in a horse, and uh, they've got this, like, massive-ass fucking train, and I see this heavy tank, an enemy heavy tank, that's sitting on fire next to this train, and I was like, I'm going to get in that. Because it's borderline dead, so nobody's going into this tank. Everybody's leaving it alone. So I just make a beeline to this fucking tank, hop in, and I'm just like this... Little asshole, just like, ah, hey, this isn't bad. <laughs> just like fixing everything inside the tank. It's like, all right. It's <laughs> like, all right, hundred percent. We're good to go. Let's go. And I'm literally sitting directly next to their train, just blasting it to shit. Just like, yep. Oh yeah, we're good. I was like, and they're like, where the fuck would that tank come back to life? <laughs> like, <laughs> just cruising along. So anyway, like, uh, it's like this back and forth thing where, like, uh, I don't know if the American lag or whatever like helped me out because. It was pretty much just like me killing Tim as he came to find me and then of course he'd get his kills in. It was just like we'd find each other and murder each other. Well then the map switches up, right? And like there's I'm in my tank cruising up to this little area and there's another little light tank sitting on this sitting on this little hill and I start blasting the shit out of it from far away. And then finally, the dude jumps out of it. I blast him. Hop out of my tank. Fix his tank. And so there's two tanks sitting on this little area. I was like, okay. Okay. So we got two tanks over here. Well, Tim and Michael find me, and they just like blow my tank up. Well, in the process of blowing my tank up, I've hopped out of my tank and jumped in this other tank. And I'm just like, okay. boom! I blast them. And I'm like, I told you guys, professional. Like I knew y'all were gonna, <laughs> like I knew y'all gonna blow my tank up. So I had a spare tank. Like. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so then it, their team fucks me up, gets me out of that tank and all that shit. Well, if you ever hear Tim talk about Battlefield 1, he talks about the Medusa battery that they work out, which is okay. basically the artillery truck. Him and Michael each getting an artillery truck, and they just fucking, like, there's <coughs> <coughs> there's a certain amount of time you have to wait before you can fire each shell. Okay. And so if you have two, you can catch that cadence between the two. And so instead of just boom, boom, it's boom,
3: boom, boom.
0: And there's just like this constant fucking barrage Barrage? of like artillery coming down. So Michael's in one of these artillery trucks, which he calls the Medusa tank. And they're looking for me. I throw a limpet charge and a grenade. Like if you hit your limpet charge perfectly with a grenade... It does insane amount of damage, and it makes a tank like look like it's about to, it's ready to blow from like a bullet. So,
2: so theoretically, if me, you, and Michael and Tim were all playing Battlefield and we all had grenades, and there was one tank, could we all throw the grenades? At, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, go ahead could, with your story. We could all put limpet charges on the one tank if we wanted. Okay, to. Okay, ju- just check in, just making sure. Okay, go ahead, finish your story. So anyway,
0: so I blow up Michael's tank like to the near death. He hops out. I hop in. And fucking fast heal it and take off. Just drive off. And Michael goes, did you, did you take my tank? And I told him. I told you, man. I'm professional. Like, just gone. <laughs> just, like, just, this is my tank now. I told you. Professional at this game. Professional, professional engineer. Like, I get sniped all the time. Like, I'm the worst sniper in that game. I'm the worst fucking assault class in that game. But you put me in a tank, dude, and I can go, like, 30 and 4. Like, it's insane. Yeah, oh, it's a good. Game. It's so much fun, dude. It's it's such a fun fucking game. I play with uh Josh Josh Carrick as well. He's a fucking like ace as pilot, and then uh I'll be his pilot gunner. like
2: like plane pilot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's so good at flying, and so like I'll be a gunner, and then uh I've taken it to where like normally what it does is the game if your if your vehicle lists a certain way or moves a certain way your gun follows it. So I turn that feature off. So, like, I can really use the, like, the the turret-mounted plane. Like, there there's certain guns on the plane. Like, you can look backwards and all that stuff. And, like, I'm really good at shooting down other planes if I have a good pilot. And so, like, me and Josh go through. And we'll, like, basically just fly around in a bomber. He'll go bombing things, and I'll just, like, kill people that are in the air. It's it's a fucking blast, dude. But,
2: but yeah. Sounds fun. I'm That's what before. I've been working on. I, I swore off. Yeah. I score <laughs> off video games so that I don't get sucked into them like that so I can get hobbying done. Oh, you just gotta play you has gotta like
0: dabble, dude. Just gotta dabble a little bit.
2: It's not possible to dabble.
0: <laughs> but yeah, right now, as we're doing the cast, I'm gluing together twenty Mark II Marines. Twenty Mark II assault marines. And I have my uh my Praetor that needs to go into some some uh, simple green to get all the the old paint off of him. He's the check it out. That's the oh the Lord Executioner.
2: Yeah, with the instead of the axe, he's got the uh, the Paragon blade from the Tribune model, and then a Mark IV jump pack.
0: Yeah, and then I've ordered a bunch of Blood Angel heads, so I'm gonna put that tear. I thought I gave you some. You did, but you keep all the tear ones, remember? Those are yours. Oh yeah, that's those, that's what all these are. Yeah. Those are, that's your choice. So what's funny is you gave me all those ones that aren't tear heads. So now when I get to put a tear head on this guy, it's gonna really mean something because he'll be the only one with a tear face the tear face blood angel head. <laughs> it's gonna be super badass. So But yeah, I ordered like thirty fucking heads by the way. But how's that bottle look, dude? I didn't realize the, the paragon blade was that big. Well, it's gonna be a blade of perdition, but I think it looks good. Yes. Yeah, it's,
2: it's blurry right now. Come on, boy. I seen I seen it when it adjusted earlier. No, I like it. Do you think it's weird that it has all these uh Crux Crux what are they called? Crux, Crux
0: Terminus. Crux Terminus on it.
2: I don't know. I don't know when that was like around. Obviously, it's not on any of the 30k models, so I want to say that didn't come out till after it, the Heresy, but... Yeah, it's I got...
0: Know. A, I know for sure it's got a piece of the Emperor's armor in it, so it was after he was
2: dead. Well, that's like a rumor thing, supposedly. But. Well, that rumor's gotta come from somewhere. Well, I mean, it's in the Games Workshop fluff, but they don't know if, like, they say... Like, it, that was written into the fluff at some point, but it's like, it's said that there is a shard of the Emperor's armor in these, but...
0: I don't know. He's got two of them. He's got one on his belt buckle and then one on his shoulder. So I'm wondering if I need to shave that off. Would you shave it off? I would. So I'm going to shave it off then. Because he can't change his shoulder pads. His shoulder pads are molded.
2: Is that a fine cast model? Yes. Oh, you could change them. I do it all the time. Just cut them off and then put new ones on.
0: That's what I'm going to do then. I'm going to do that this podcast right now. I'm very brave, because Ryan said so. Here we go. I started. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, anyway. I was lying. I was lying. No. (laughs) I don't do it all the time. Ah. So, yeah. So, no, I put this dude. I popped him. uh, Here's a little pro tip for you guys out there. So, I got this dude on eBay, because every other model. He sold out on Games Workshop. (coughs) And, uh. The only other model new in box on eBay was like 60 bucks, And I was like, nope. So I found this dude for $13 on eBay, painted, blood angels, oddly enough. Just, uh, you know, I needed to break him up. But he was put together already, and I needed to break some stuff off of him. So I put him in the freezer and left him in the freezer. I think Pretty had mentioned that that worked out at one point. And, dude, I left him in the freezer for maybe like two and a half hours. It works for super glue. Yeah,
2: just works good, good for super glue.
0: Popped everything off him, no problem. Nothing broke, nothing ripped off. So proud. Such a good mood after that. And then now he's got a big ass fucking Paragon blade, which is actually a Perdition blade, blade of Perdition, and <laughs> a Mark IV jump pack. He's gonna be in the middle of this uh, Mark II squad of uh, salt Marines
2: for an army that should be fun to play. I think that uh, Mark II assault Marines look really cool. I wasn't a fan. Like if you just go to the forge world website and look at the picture, I was always kind of like, eh, who really cares? And then I built some for my salamanders and I really, really like them.
0: I, uh, I'm not a fan, but you don't like them. No. Mark four is easily my favorite single turbine, badass jump pack. Actually, you know what? Mark V is, is also up there because I saw Travis is painted up all nice and badass. But, but you know, we're here. We got them. They're in front of me. There's 20 of them. I can't not use them. They're just going to sit in my bits box for a long time. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, so let's go over the survey stuff, dude. Let's do it. <clears throat> so, for those of you all out there that took the survey, thank you. You're, uh, we actually took the information. I forwarded, like, basically five PDFs over to Forge World. I don't think they'll use them. I don't think it matters. I was actually really just curious as to what armies are out there and what armies are being played. Really, it was a survey just because I wanted to make a survey, But on the same token, there are some things in there that could be useful for Forge World, so I sent it out to them as well. Um, That being said, I also have two other surveys that are made up. One is for Mechanicum. I was going to let this one run for two weeks. And then I'm going to drop the Mechanicum one on you Mechanicum players. And there sure as shit was a
2: lot of bitching about the lack of Mechanicum
0: stuff on there.
2: Well, I seen, you asked the, like, it was supposed to be about Legion, and I seen a lot of people answering with Mechanicum answers. Well, I
0: did, uh, I did post on there, uh, like, what army do you play, just so I can get a feel for it, and then yeah. it was like, uh, and it says, like, it, the army was Horus Heresy Legion Survey, and I put yes. on there, like, just to, like, be fair, like, okay, I know you're going to post up that you play, like, like, Solar Ox. I want to make them feel, and then. Yeah, so anyway, there's a Mechanicum one that I have ready to go. I'm just going to let this run for two weeks before I post it up. Uh, But right now, we've got 369 responses, and it's trickled down. I think, like, one person has created uh, anything within the past few days. So I guess uh, let's break this down. So first things first, the first question we had on the survey was, uh, what army do you currently play? And straight up by landslide alpha legion (laughs) like like did you expect that did you expect alpha legion to be that popular
2: well think about how many lists we get in and how many of them are alpha legion a ton well i always thought like iron warriors would like blast everything i figured i figured yeah i figured iron warrior i if i were to guess i would have said alpha legion and iron warriors were the two most popular and alpha legion was is the most popular but i think iron warriors is what like second or third so it was still up there yeah, Alpha
0: Legion took it by 15%, and then it was Imperial Fist at 1233 Oh, shit. Check this out. Imperial Fist, 12.33%. Iron Warriors 12.33%. So both Iron Warriors and Imperial Fist are tied for second place on that one. Hmm. So if you run any of those Legions, you're a basic bitch. <laughs> I'm just playing. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. We just lost six subscribers. Uh no yeah. So it's Alpha Legion, then second place is Imperial Fist and Iron Warriors. And then after that, man, it looks like word bears bring up the third place slot.
2: That was my that was the one I was most surprised about. Because I don't I very like when I go to events and stuff, usually only see a couple guys. Like when I think at AdeptCon last year it was me and Pretty. Yeah, yeah, just two, yeah. And then when I went to the Michigan GT on the first day, there was one guy because I wasn't playing the first day. So there was one word bear guy the first day. And then on the second day, um, you know, obviously I played my word bearers. And then here at our game club, which is very large, we got, you know, like 20 guys that play here. Um, I'm the only word bear player. Yeah.
0: And then coming up, I guess we'll just switch over to last place. <clears throat> I really expected more of a show out from black shields, but I guess there's so little support for it in tournaments
2: and stuff like that.
0: Cause mainly, mainly cause there's unknown, uh, people, but, people
2: don't allow black shields at events. I didn't know that I wasn't aware.
0: Yeah. That was like one of the things when they first came out is like one of the things that they didn't allow, but I think it's huh. kind of like people understand them now and they're like, yeah, they're not bad. Black shields allowed.
2: Well, why wouldn't you, I don't, it seems weird to not allow them, but Okay.
0: They had a stigma at first. I
2: understand the Shattered Legions because it's very exploitable. I mean, I don't think the community would... I think the 30K community is pretty awesome, and I've never really seen anybody in 30K exploit anything, like, to a great extent. So I don't really think it would be an issue, but it's there. I mean, Shattered Legions, to me, are definitely more exploitable than Black Shields.
0: Yeah, then maybe I guess if you're playing thirty K you more than likely like if you're gonna come in at thirty K, you probably have a legion that you're gonna pick. And so, you know, black shields is kind of that like generic thing that kinda gets you in. I feel maybe maybe black shield like black shields is if you don't have a legion, and I feel like most people have legions that they've they've picked or are interested in. So Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, Black black Shields is definitely lowest on the list, followed up by Dark Angels and Space Wolves.
2: Well, obviously the last two, well, Dark Angels, a lot of people hate Dark Angels, but uh, also what's going to play into that is that they don't have, you know, rules. Full, full rules yet. Space yeah. Wolves and Thousand suns, especially, they don't have shit until Book 7 comes out here this month or whatever. Thousand Suns or next month on
0: there. Uh, Thousand Suns is doing pretty good, actually. Oddly enough, Thousand Suns over there at five percent. Thousand Suns players, five point seven five percent. But that's also boosted because of the Prospero box, I'm sure.
2: Right. Same thing with the Space Wolves.
0: Yeah. No love, no love for the, uh, the Dark Angels. White Scar is 4.6%, so I don't know. When those legions get more rules, I'm pretty sure they'll bump up. So that's not bad. Uh, let's see. I don't think there's really any comments on here that, yeah, just a bunch of people putting legion. Oh, Ligo Custodes. Interesting. Demons.
2: Wordbearers with heavy demons. Okay. Yep. See, Demons is, I mean, not, I mean, obviously, especially in fluff-based or whatever, there's nothing stopping you from running just Demons, I guess, but there's no way to, if you're playing rules as written, there's no legal way, I guess, to run a full-blown Demons list.
0: This dude does. I don't know who he is, but he's random. Well, it's
2: fine that he does, but, I mean, it's one of those things, like, I don't know, like, I don't think you can just, like, take that to like some big event and you know, without asking yeah. if you take the, I think there's a way if you take like the, uh, the demons of the rune storm, like HQ guys, but their rules are still experimental. They've never actually put them in an official book. Bummer. And it still, it just says that they're, they can be taken as an HQ and a primary demon attachment it doesn't really explain how or give any rules or, whatever. So I don't know what's going on with that. Hmm. If you're listening
0: right now and you're the guy that plays straight demons, send your list in. I'd like to see it. <laughs> I'd like to see how you do it. So, and then of course I, here's the thing guys. I wrote out Mechanicum Togmata. I wrote out Mechanicum Order Reductor and I wrote out Mechanicum Legio Cybernetica. Cause I'm not a fucking idiot. Okay. But I am Butterfingers because I accidentally deleted *Mechanica* Cybernetica whenever I was like removing all the extra cells in the question, and I didn't catch that's, it. That's okay. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, nobody's people, sad. Nobody's sad about people it. People care. People care. Like people are like, "How the fuck could you forget Cybernetica?" I didn't fucking forget Cybernetica. People, I I'm fully. I played a Cybernetica. I get it. Okay, I get it. I'm sorry. We're subconsciously trying to make the world right. (laughs) I'm sorry I made all eight of you type out Cybernetica. I'm sorry, Tim. I'm sorry, okay? But, yes, Cybernetica was supposed to be in there, and it was in there. I just, I clustered, I fucked it. I fucked it when I made it, and it got left out. My bad, people. So, yes, Cybernetica got written in more times than I care to mention, and got written in more times than Dark Angels got clicked. So yes, there's a lot of people that play (laughs) Cybernetica. So anyway. So what HQ choices do you use? Is the next question on here? I think the obvious obviously H the Praetor I knew that was going to be high. But I wanted to see what was kind of like the second place and all that. And in a hard second place, like a solid second place is a Legion chaplain. Do you expect that?
2: Yeah. For one it comes in the calf box. Oh, you're right. And two, I think it's for one. Okay, so you got to remember, there's not that many that you can take as compulsory, right? So the only compulsory ones are Forge Lord, Chaplain, Siegebreaker, Delegatus. Is that it? Herald. The herald's a. Oh no, it's a support officer. Yeah, you're right. yeah. So I think that's it. There is might that, be is librarian oh, a j- support officer? Yes.
0: Okay.
2: Just and then obviously just a generic centurion, but you sp- specifically asked for consoles. So him being in the box, him being one of the few, uh, compuls like ones you can take as a compulsory, um, and also just he's got extremely good rules for the points. Yeah. And he, uh, he's got that passive ability to buff. Another unit just, to me, makes it, you know, really good. A what, popular choice. What has an ability? Hatred to the whole unit.
0: Oh.
2: Oh, my. Hatred and fearless. <clears throat> and he causes fear as well. So he causes fear. He gives a unit he's in fearless and a unit he's in hatred. And comes with a free power weapon for 35 points. I've never ran a Praetor, so it's pretty crazy. A Praetor. What you, oh you're talking I'm about
0: chaplain sure. okay yeah yeah okay I was like uh what okay so okay I'm on the same page now yeah okay yeah I've never ran a chaplain either so those are all good points and then coming so up, coming up third place was Primus Medicaid which I kind of I kind of imagine that a lot of lists we get have Primus in them. yep what did any of them surprise
2: you Um, that there's anyone that takes a Legion champion.
0: How many people took Legion champions anyway? 19 people take Legion champions. It's probably a fluff thing, I'm guessing.
2: Yeah, just run a generic centurion and call him the champion.
0: That's no fun. Then they can't. They're going to pay the points for the coolness. Let me see here. Let's see what comments. We got 89 comments, so I'm guessing this is going to be people telling me about all their special characters they take. Yeah. Yeah. Lord Marshall and stuff like that. Forge Father, Atec Moore, Primark. Bullshit. He's a Lord of War Choice. Uh,
2: If you take Primark's chosen,
0: (laughs) he's an HQ. Mon, Mon, Garo. Cassian. Yeah, it is all just special characters they added on. Nothing that we missed or anything like that. I didn't do Legion-specific stuff because like, it's just such a small dip in the hat it wouldn't have made much sense. Yeah, like a
2: Saboteur or a uh, Daobolus or something like
0: that. Yeah. So, obviously, Praetor, Legion Champion, came in after that. And then there's a lot of Master of the Signals and Primus Medicae's out there. Yep. So, prepare to get your ass bombarded on. Alright, what elite units do you use? So, the winner here was the Contemptor Dreadnought Talon. People will use the shit out of Contemptors. <coughs> I guess that's from the Kalth Box, and of course they're just solid fucking units.
2: I just think it's because it's like one of those things that sets 30k apart from 40k. Like that was like most people's first, one of their first purchases is a Dreadnought.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then after that, Marksman Vets were the next one. I guess those yep. are so easy to model, I guess. Just- Once
2: again, like all the Kalth and Prospero boxes, all those guys are modeled as Vets. And I feel like Marksman Vets like you said they're so you just build those models out of either of those box sets and they're so good on the tabletop.
0: So, Contemptor Dreadnought, Marksman Vets, and then Cataphracty, Cataphracty Terminators.
2: Easy. My favorite my favorite unit in 30K. <laughs> it is. It's my favorite generic unit in 30K. Cataphracty Terminators.
0: And then lowest on the list is resolve veteran attacks.
2: Veteran Tactical Squad with Xenobane. Xenobane makes zero sense. We've yeah. talked about this. Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, it's... Why would you choose re-rolling the wound on a monstrous creature with a bolt gun when you could take Sniper and just wound him on a 4-up? That's very true. I guess the Xenobane works in close combat as well. That being said, you're still strength four. Like, there's no monsters creature in 30k that I'm aware of that's lower than tough six. So you're like you're taking sixes to wound over always wounding them on a four up, plus getting outflank. Very true. Something, something. Hopefully,
0: Forge World sees whenever they realize that only three people take it.
2: Oh no, two people. Two people
0: take Xena Bane.
2: I don't really get it. I mean, I guess if you put combi weapons on every dude, like if you just had a whole unit of combi plasmas, and then you get to re-roll. But that's like very specific of a you know what I mean? Like you're only ever gonna use I guess if you like your you only play your best friend and he's like only play Cybernetica. You know, but even that, it's like, I think I would still go sniper vets, even with the combiplast, because you would be able to shoot your plasma, and then if you lived, then on further turns still have a useful bolt gun. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I understand the resolve thing, too. Like, who really is a shit? You can get leadership abilities so many other ways. Why would you ever... um you know, waste of veteran ability with all the other veteran abilities out there on that.
0: Yeah, no, I see that too.
2: So the other thing that was brought up because of this survey, which I had known it for a while, but it's just one of those things that doesn't really get talked about. If you actually read the veteran entry and the veteran skill entry, it says before the, before the game begins, pick this skill. Uh So it's like a psychic power thing. So Technically, rules is written. You don't have to put it on your army list.
0: So you you could pick it like based on your opponent.
2: Yes. Wow. I don't know very many people that do that, but I mean it, it's not worded any different than like psychic powers or warlord traits or anything like that, which change from game to game.
3: Hmm.
0: Very interesting. Very interesting to bring that up. I'm trying to figure out like an instance when that would come up. I guess if you're playing. If you took machine killer vets and it turns out that your enemy was
2: playing an in all infantry force, and then you say,
0: oh, okay, then this that or like far- even
2: if they were just playing like orbital assault, it's like who really gives a shit? I think I'd rather <laughs> these guys be sniper.
0: Yeah. I good catch. I, I kind of saw y'all talking about that in the podcast chat, but I I didn't catch on.
2: Yeah. Hmm. It's come up it's come up in other conversations before, but it came up again the other day in the podcast chat.
0: So there you go, guys. Use that to your advantage. What else was I there? I
2: typically just write it on my army list and stick with it because my guys are usually loaded out specifically for a job.
0: But no, you're absolutely right about, you know, if somebody were to hit you with orbital assault, then you're just like, well, I don't need these machine killer vets. May as well just fucking snipe the shit out of people coming out of their Right. I hear you. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> what's next? Heavy bolters. Legion, rapier, battery, heavy bolters. Yeah. I think we kind of saw that was going to be a low one. There's really yeah. nothing. I mean, why waste an elite choice, you know?
2: I'm sort of surprised that quad mortars aren't higher. I guess it's because they don't. They're kind of expensive, and they don't come in a box set. Like, if you look at a lot of this stuff, like we talked about almost all these things that are really high, they have a direct correlation of what's in a calf box. Games Workshop. <laughs> you, you make this
0: happen. You set the tone. So, it's very true. Absolutely. There's a lot of pla- everything in plastic. And I feel like even the Tataros are way more than I thought they were going to be. I feel like Tartarus are way higher because than I've ever seen, and I think yep. that has a direct correlation with Prospero now. Yep, I bet it does. What's the second lowest? The Legion Mortis Dreadnought. Mijo.
2: Just the standard box dread Mortis, yeah. I love the Mortis. Is, I guess uh, I guess we, we kind of talked about it. You're going to run a box dread. You're going to just run a standard box dread. Yeah, but
0: even a Legion Mortis with last cannons is still not bad, and he's the same. Like a Legion Mortis with last cannons is the same cost as a Mortis with carries. A yeah, but Contemptor Mortis with carries.
2: Yeah, but that Contemptors is so much better, and you're talking the same points.
0: <sighs> but you got a little last cannon dread. That's like a little <laughs> last cannon tarantula turret that he. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. This <laughs> is what it the, is. The numbers don't lie, boy. <laughs> the numbers don't lie. Man, dude, I like little box dreads that... (coughs) They dry so hard. (coughs)
2: Don't go dying on me.
0: I might. Uh, What else? Yeah, all the other ones are just, like... All the comments people put in were, like, for their Legion-specific ones. Yeah. So, anyway. What troops do you use? Everybody uses tactical squads. Uh... There's no real surprise on this one, uh, except for the Legion Tactical Sport Squad with Rotor Cannons. Only ten people using them.
2: Yeah, the the I kind of felt surprised that not very many people use the All Flamer unit, but maybe that's just the Salamander player in me.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: I would imagine so. But I th- I think All Flamers is solid. It's so cheap, and well, because I play so much Orbital Assault and Salamanders, though. Like if you're not. If you're not playing drop pods and you're not playing zone mortalis and you're not salamanders, you're probably not going to run them I guess. (laughs) But I I play all those things. Do all that stuff so I use them a lot.
0: I don't see why nobody's using them. Well, they're good. (laughs) Yeah, they're good. Uh, What's crazy is the 36 people out there using Recon Marines. I guess they're bringing in a their drop armies using some nuncio box, infiltrated nuncio boxes or something. No comment. <laughs> He's just so hateful. In the I'm gonna I'm gonna build ten scouts. I'm gonna run recon marines in carapace armor. You just wait for this. Maybe story. that.
2: Maybe once again because they're a plastic kit you can buy. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. I'm gonna run some recon marines in this day of revelation list. You just wait. I don't know. Comments, comments, what were the comments? Nothing. People talk about their ride of wars and stuff like that. Pink whores and plague bears. Get out of here.
2: Recon marines are still the lowest one. Like, yeah, still- you could say, like, because you split all these, like, tactical support squads up, but, I mean, if you look at the percentage, like, you got to figure, like, tactical support squad is just a single choice in the book. Yeah. So, So, like, if you look at it that way... Recon Marines are far below all the other options for troops.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: I mean, like, there's a very specific tactical support squad loadout that's less than Recon Marines, but as a whole, tactical support Marines are probably...
0: No, they're definitely last place. Absolutely last place. Yeah. Yeah, Recon Marines. I was just surprised that the 36 people that, you know, that's 10% of the people that took the survey use Recon Marines. We'll see
2: what fast tax units do you use? Uh, well, this one's what's funny is everything is like fairly close. And then the tarantula is like fell off cliff. Like everything else is like pretty much in the same. Ah, uh, we all kind of use these a little bit. And then the tarantula is like, no one uses it.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. But like this really shows like how much fast attack is like in the game right now. Like, Every, I mean, there's just so many fast attack. You like, all across the board, not everything gets used in the fast attack slot. Like, hundred except the tarantula. So, like, yep. you got what? First place is what? The anvilus pattern dread claw, right? Yep. Which yep. makes sense because it's a transport for yep. other choices. Yeah, and then next is the seeker squad is going to be second place. At twenty six percent of players use the seeker squads. Um, uh, no,
2: the stormy the storm eagle's higher than it. The Storm Eagle oh, 27 Storm Eagle,
0: 27%. Yeah.
2: At the Javelin is the Javelin higher or slightly
0: less? Slightly less. It's 26.54 okay. and then the uh 26.15 is the Javelin. I mean still, I mean everything is in like the 19 to 25% range. Uh, I wonder
2: how much of this like is like well, I don't know. I hate I Hate keep bringing everything back to Melta bombs but like some of these things like the Legion Outrider squad depending on whether or not you use the melt bomb thing or not it's just it doesn't make sense that this many people use it so they must still be multi-bombing.
0: Yeah I'm sure I can see that it but was. there hasn't really been any big events that happened since the multi-bombing rule that hasn't used the multi-bombing rule so, I mean, maybe it's still in their army list that they're running. Right. Um, so, Tarantula, obviously, like, as low as it fucking gets. And that that's going to be both from the perspective of it's not a great in the game, and it's also difficult to get the Tarantulas, like, I think. And well,
2: I don't... It's one of those things, like, I guess they can put it in the list. Like, why is this not just, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's odd that it's even. Ooh, it's two o'clock. Like I, I don't know. It's just like I have never built an army where that would even be a fluffy choice.
0: No. I can't. So. I... It's it's and there's it's a lot. Odd.
2: There's a lot of rights of war that don't allow you to use a mobile units either. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those course. things that's like the perfect confluence. It's like kind of it's a boring model. It's just a gun on a little tripod. <laughs> it's boring to play. You stick it on the board and it has like a little fire zone that it can shoot in and you pretty much because of the programming it, it you don't even get to make choices with it. You have to shoot at what it tells you to shoot at. Um it, it obviously has no like character. You can't like write a story. Like are you going to name your Tarantula Battery and write a story about it?
0: I would love to see a Tarantula Battery that just like fucking Rex House, dude. Like, but you get what I'm saying, though, right? Like, uh, like it's just one of those things. It's like, I don't know. I'm gonna take this list and I'm gonna run everything that's like doesn't work, like everything that nobody else uses. I'm gonna run it and have this just fucking terrible, ridiculous army that's full of recon marines and tarantulas, and they're just like, "Oh God, why would you make us (laughs) kill us already?" And then I'm just gonna have like named tarantulas and stuff like that like with like cool like insignia on the side I'm going to mark it's going to be sweet. It's going to be a sweet ass army. It's going to be a dark angel's army. Yep. <laughs> Actually so can you put those mo- acid molecular rounds on your heavy bolters on your tarantula?
2: No because it doesn't have a legion of starties.
0: Oh son of a bi- like, <laughs> God dang it. Alright fine. Never mind. All right, so what heavy support? This one there was a I, I didn't realize. Oh, I guess yeah. Cuz I broke up the heavy support squads and the legion artillery squad, so yeah. It makes it look like there's a lot more point, a lot more heavy support options, but in reality it's not so much. So, this one Sikarin Oh no, no. Actually, Leviathan Dreadnought is cool. to number 1. You damn right it is. <laughs> So Leviathan patterns, he dreadnought came out at number one. Thirty-eight percent of you guys use the Leviathan, and you know what, man? What did I see the other? Oh, it was the Australian um, that that event that Ty just held? Yeah. Uh, did you see the pictures coming through from that? Nope. From yesterday. Yeah, I was seeing pictures coming through, man. It was like Leviathan fucking city, man. Poor Tim and all them. The Leviathans made it over to Australia. Like, uh, I've seen every picture I've seen of Leviathan. I saw a, I saw a picture with uh, nine Contemptor Dreadnoughts in it, Blood Angels Contemptor Dreadnoughts in it. They are all back-to-back. Like, and I was like, yeah, they're coming, the Dreadnoughts. They made it to <laughs> Australia. So, yeah, Leviathan, dude, 38% fucking. The closest thing after that was, what,
2: 30, 36% on the Spartan, right? No, 37 and Sakarin. Yeah, and then the Spartan. I guess the Spartan. I would have figured the Spartan would have been the most popular choice just because everybody I know owns a Spartan. I would say cost-wise, that's what
0: kind of keeps it. That's that's how the Leviathan, like physical cost, money-wise, what it costs to buy a a Spartan versus what it costs to buy a Leviathan. I that that's,
2: a giant killer robot is just a cooler model and concept than just a box with some tracks on it that holds some guys.
0: Fuck yeah, dude! It's super badass.
2: So plus, you can use a Leviathan in Zone Mortalis. You can put it in a drop pod. It'll fit. It'll fit in a lot of lists easier. You don't have to like because there's some people that I guess wouldn't technically run a unit that is like worthy of a Spartan. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't have a youth that needs a Spartan, you're not going to put a Spartan in your list. Or you can put a Leviathan in almost anything. That's very true. I agree 100% on that guy. What
0: else do we got? What was the... So it was Leviathan first place, Spartan, then Uh, Sakarin. What was last place? What was the multi melta heavy support squad? Nine people? Yeah, Yeah.
2: That's pretty low. The... Legion Deathstorm drop pods extremely low and the Malkador is extremely low. Why do you think Malkador so low? I like the Malkador. It's good. I think it just recently got the update. Uh-huh. You know in the red book and I still think it's a stealth update that people haven't figured out how good it is. I feel like and that's I, I like... think it's expensive in the game, like it's it's expensive points wise and it's an <laughs> expensive model like real life money wise like you were just talking about. Right. And the model Like, I like the model, but it looks weird in a Legion army. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Josh has one painted Iron Warriors, and it looks fucking dope. (laughs) But Iron Warriors is one of those weird, like, we use everything kind of army. Right. Damn. The, The Malkador itself, though, they're not Imperial, like, they're not Imperial, like, drivers or anything like that whenever they're in Legion. Army I think track. you can upgrade them to Space Marine crew. So, like, if you were to have like a Malkador in a Blood Angels army, it would be painted Blood Angels, right? Right. That's fucking cool. That's way cool. Yep. I want a Blood Angels Malkador now.
2: Well, and now you can take them in a uh, a squadron as well. I mean, so <laughs> yeah, tech technically you could have nine in an army, and if you ran on slot, you could have twelve, like slot wise. Obviously, not points wise. <laughs> you <laughs> and,
0: and you've just set that ship to sail. I feel like like okay, what okay, what in the update made the
2: Malkador better? It went up to armor 14 on the front. Right. Um hang on, my books right here.
0: And, and by the way, like ideally what I well I'll, I'll I'll talk about it at the end.
2: So you can put them in a squadron. you couldn't do that before. Um it used to be a lord of war and they moved it to heavy support that's the biggest change
0: right okay uh,
2: it's it went up to armor 14 on the front um it gained this battle speed rule which is where it can move flat out and still fire its main gun very cool um it went down in points i believe yeah so it went up to armor 14 became heavy support was able to put in a squadron gained the battle speed thing Went down in points and then got new options on what guns it can take. And this is a super heavy squadron. Yes, that's crazy. So every single gun on every single tank can all fire at a different unit. Right.
0: Yeah. That's very crazy.
2: Yeah. So it's got it comes stock with a battle cannon, hull mounted heavy bolter, two sponson mounted heavy bolters, searchlight, smoke launcher. Um, you can upgrade the battle cannon to a twin-link cannon for free. I personally wouldn't. You can exchange the hull-mounted heavy bolter for a heavy flamer for free, auto cannon for 5 points, last cannon for 10 points, or demolisher cannon for 35. I would go demolisher cannon. Um, the vehicle may exchange both of its sponsor-mounted heavy bolters for heavy flamers for free, auto cannons for 10 points, or last cannons for 15 points. That's fucking brutal. So 15 points for two last cannons is pretty good. And then it can take... A flare shield, armored ceramite, dozer blade. I don't know why you take a dozer blade on a super heavy. Uh, Auxilla drive. Yeah. Also, not on a super heavy mine plow. I don't even know what a mine plow does. Um, <laughs> it's so, <coughs> so you can you can also copy
0: and paste it from the. Uh... You could
2: you can also put a multi melta pinnel on it, so you could go pinnel multi melta and then put a flare shield armored ceramite on it. So it's going to be armor 14 on the front with a flare shield and then armored ceramide. So It's be 14, 13, 12 with six hull points, flare shield immune to melta. Um, and then it, uh, had, it would have a multi melta, two last cannons, a demolisher cannon and a bow <laughs> cannon. And it can move 12 inches and fire all that stuff at different targets. That's insane. That's going to be sub 400 points. It's 275. It's still going to be, Pretty expensive. Let's see. Fifty. So it's gonna be just just shy of four hundred points if you look out that way.
0: What army would that look coolest with? It's clearly not cool. Coolest? Like a-
2: yeah. Well, Iron Iron Warriors. We went over that. It'd look good in that. It would look good in uh Iron Hands. Any of like the like kind of more brutal like drive at you with a tank. Death Guard would be baller. Think of a Death Guard one. That off white would like make it all weathered. That'd probably be my favorite death guard. Damn dude. I'm glad this has come up.
0: I'm trying to think right now. Mara Sakara, it's a uh, elite and fast attack he gets outflanked with, right?
3: Right? Oh, Emperor's Children? Yeah.
2: The hidden blade or whatever. Well, yeah, but you could just do it. If you're wanting to, to, uh... here's the thing. I guess the easiest way to get it technically would be Iron Hands with Head of the Gorgon because all your things gain outflank. The problem then becomes all super heavy. It's one of the FAQ questions where all super heavies lost the tank type. So is it a tank or is it not?
0: Right. Damn, that'd be so stupid. It's pretty
2: dumb because like, Casterman Orth specifically says can be, can pilot a super heavy tank, but there's no super heavy tanks anymore. But <laughs> That's crazy. So
0: yeah, I feel like we're going to see that number come up next time the survey runs out. Uh, yeah, maybe.
2: I mean, there's a lot of things going against it like we talked about. Like real life price. It's still an expensive model. I mean, you're talking 400 points. It's Leviathan right. level points. Um, I think it'd be good if you take... If you took a squadron, you can upgrade one to a command tank. And if you do the command tank, they get like tank hunter or some shit. If they all fire at the same thing.
0: I really, dude, I really like Malkador's just never had any reason to play one.
2: What's the command tank do? It does <laughs> look really good. It used to not be worth a shit. And then it became. What, what was else? In- what else is on the list?
0: oh the whirlwind and the basilisk and the achilles
2: yeah i'm a, i'm currently obsessed with the achilles just for the quad mortar on the front of it now that the quad mortar can get all the cool shit that and <coughs> i don't know i just it's one of those things like i'd never see anybody running it and i've always kind of liked the model i think it looks cool and I'm not saying it's really good. It's just something like we talked about it. I, did I send you that list I wrote?
0: Yep, Achilles. Soon. I
2: wrote. Yeah, I wrote a a uh, Blood Angel list with triple Achilles in it, just for fun that I might actually build. It's got what's it have in it? It's a, like a. It's got a lot of fourteen. I think it's like a Typhon, three Achilles, and like a either a Phobos or a Spartan or something like that. Yeah. And then a bunch of dudes that ride in him. So but anyway.
0: Yeah, Achilles real low on the list. Really anything that's like not just dudes. Well, Plasma Cannon, Heavy Support Squad is real low on the list. Heavy Flamer squads real low on the list.
2: Yeah, but once again, that's a little deceptive because those guys are all part of the same choice are just war gear different like you're going to dilute it a lot when you start separating it into but but like, i mean like we're not looking at I get at why heavy you did squad. it yeah like i get why you did it but it's it's still like it dilutes it a little bit
0: but they are still low on the list i mean like yeah yeah you know, less people use plasma cannons than they use you know venators
2: oh here you go so if you're if you have a squadron command tank when the entire squadron fires at a single target Within 24 inches, the squadron gains Tank Hunters and Monster Hunters special rule. Oh, wow.
0: So, yeah, there was real no surprises there. Mm, I guess Malkador low. Um, Basilisk and the Whirlwind, uh, just the normal-ass Whirlwind, not the, uh, Scorpus. the Scorpus, were super low. I guess they just yeah. get outshined by the Medusa. I'm guessing on that one, and then the Whirlwind Corpus.
3: Yeah,
2: I personally like the Bassless better than the Medusa.
0: Oh yeah, a lot
2: of people go the other way. But AP two man, don't fuck around. It's- well, I'm not a fan. I'm not a big fan of either one. Me and you've talked about that before. Yeah. I just think it's it's too easy to counter. It's like one of those. <laughs> yeah. Looks good on paper plays good against people who aren't ready for it or are surprised by it or you know I don't know like it, if you're playing against a, a fairly veteran player that knows the rules of the game well and uh, knows the list that they're playing pretty well you can pretty easily counter that type of a unit It it's it's not that hard yeah
0: Uh, Cestus was pretty low. I don't know. Now the fun stuff, dude. What would you like to see a model made for?
2: 247 responses.
3: Uh, So what...
2: I took the survey. So I put... Dorn. uh uh, Siege Tyrants. Uh Uh-huh. And... probably alfarius because i felt like those were the things that would have been like waiting in the wings for so long that people are just tired of waiting on
0: i said mon the lion and dorn those are mine uh but yeah we got some interesting ones we got a lot of alfarius a lot of dorn pretty much all the Prime that aren't there we got those answers yeah uh, we got some stuff like a Psyker, Contemptor, a Plastic Assault Squad. Um, I think we saw Plastic Assault Squad. You start to see more, more uh, assault Marines out there.
2: <laughs> Doesn't make uh, them any better on the tabletop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyrant Terminators, of course, which they said at the last, uh, the last event here that Tyrant Terminators are done. So those could Who's be they the forge world
2: how do we know did did like did we get an email out Is it in a newsletter it was, was this a, just like somebody like battle somebody buddies.
0: tweeting like yeah well battle- i guess they're
2: okay well if it's from them i guess they're pretty legit
0: yeah, yeah battle buddy said tyrant terminators are done so that that's good
2: well It's good that somebody finally figured out you can glue a Cyclone Launcher on a Terminator and make a bunch of money. Dude, I don't know, man.
0: Do you think it's going to be that simple? I feel like it's going to be something ridiculous. I feel like they're going to have legit-ass fucking helmets. Like, I'm really... Well, I hope they do.
2: I hope they do. But I don't... I mean, going off of the Iron Warrior upgrade stuff, which is like the lamest upgrade kit they probably ever put out.
0: I'm hoping for I'm hoping
2: for good stuff. Seeing the shit they've been putting out here recently. And you know what I thought was kind of
0: weird? And it's kinda weird to bring this up in the middle of the survey question and all that jazz, but um the fat ass like Custodes tank that they just released, right? They just showed us pictures of fully painted. The pontoon jazz- boat one? Yeah, the pontoon boat one one. <clears throat> we didn't see that. Like ever. Like we didn't we didn't get any work in progress of that. We didn't get any, like, sneak peeks of that. That just showed up on our doorstep. Like, how weird is that? Like, I, I feel like, you know, we, we've been talking about Forge World not showing us, like, this uh, this steady, like, stream of, hey, we're working on this, we're doing this, and all this jazz. Right. Because remember about this time last year, like, it was mental. They were showing us, you know, Profiron and this and that, and, you know, all these different right. things they were coming out with. And like it, re- they haven't really shown us anything new. It's always been the same stuff, and so there was kind of like a lull. There it was like, or it was like, well, fuck, you know, are they in a transition period? What's happening? And then, bam! dude, They're like, hey, here's Custodes' fucking transport tank that y'all haven't even like that wasn't even on y'all's radar. You know, they they really released- the same
2: thing with the like. Well, pretty much all the Custodes stuff was like that.
0: Yeah, and that's crazy to me, like because they didn't like. Oh, yeah, the Dreadnought, too, the Custodied Dreadnought. We knew it was coming out, but... Right. It's just like, bam, dude, they just, like, hit us. So, like, I'm kind of wondering what else they have in the pipe that they are not, like, releasing, you know? Like, they talk and they say the Tyrant Terminators are done. We haven't seen anything on the Tyrant Terminators, but if they're done... Well, they
2: surely... Surely they're not going to release Thousand Sons and Space Wolves and not have any special units made at all for them. Yeah, dude. Ugh. I don't know. But I don't... Like, Ultramarines, you know, they came out with a book for them, and they had three special units in the book, but they only had models for one. And they still do.
0: kind of interested to see what Book 7 is going to have with it. I feel, feel like we're in for a big old treat from Forge World here pretty soon. Especially, like, as much as they've surprised me with Custodes stuff. Not that I'm buying any of that, but... You
2: know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. So that's we've we've had that talk before. It's like why, like uh, I don't know. Like you're not you're making people wait on Dorn, and your excuse is, well, he doesn't really do anything for Battle for Terra, so we're gonna put rules out for this guy three years ago, but not make a model. But then you're doing the opposite for the Custodes. You're p- releasing a bunch of models when they don't do shit till Battle for Terra.
0: Hey, man, they're going to be on Prospero. So, whatever, whatever man. D- Dorn's not going to be on Prospero. Custodes will be there. It's, a, it's an interesting direction. So, but yeah, man, people are waiting. People are waiting for Dorn. Clearly, that was like, I'd say Dorn and Alfarius were our biggest ones on there. Uh,
2: What is this? Oh, Luperci, Luperkai? Luperkai, is are the they're from a novel. They're basically sons of Horus, Galvorback. Oh,
0: so yeah, I've never seen that. Dark Angels, Gravland Raiders. Yeah, we got some some crazy ones. Scorio. Well, the, a lot of that's from the list. novel. Yeah, a lot of
2: that's from the novels. But Just put some pipe cleaner uh, legs in a block of cheese and say it's Scoria.
0: <laughs> so, but yeah. So, you ready for probably your favorite one, I'm guessing? What's that? What units don't make sense to play?
2: Oh, well, we all know uh, destroyers, <laughs> uh, recon marines, um, and probably breachers or assault marines. So, okay. So this is what I'm hoping. Or or one. or variations of those. Like um, like obviously like see- like I guess seekers seekers should be probably be on there too, with especially with the upgrades to tact, veteran tacticals. Uh,
0: um no, dude, there's a lot of people that use seekers. But
2: right. But I I think that's before the change, and they haven't really thought to consider oh wait, I can do this exact same shit, but for less points.
0: There's a Seekers.
2: Also, you got to think like headhunters and shit like that are basically just glorified Seekers. They're just Legion specific ones. Yeah. Destroyers have to be number one. Destroyers are number one. Um, I would think Recon Marines got to be up there real close. Uh,
0: I would say that ass- the assault squad follows up after Destroyers. Yeah, that's not surprising and then recon marines and
2: i don't know breachers is on here quite a bit as well yeah they're way too many points for what they do
0: and then deathstorm drop pod i've only seen seekers one time on here so headhunters are on there a bunch though yeah headhunters probably been on here four times
2: i don't so i guess like because you could only fill out the, like three different ones Four. so seekers aren't for on here. okay so f- seekers aren't gonna make it because there are ones that are worse than them but they're another one that i don't i i tr- I think that they need something yeah
0: ziphons on here a few times yeah more than seekers
2: basically all the stuff that we we know like it, if you listen to this podcast you're well aware of the the list of shame so I'm guessing
0: like this is what i'm hoping for all right so then of course what's your favorite unit, man? We obviously we kinda we can, we know what y'all's favorite units are based on statistics. So my idea behind this survey, right? Forward it off to Forge World, you know, hey, this is what's going on. Ideally, I wanna release this every like quarter. Does that make sense? I figured since we we're at the beginning of the year, I'll pop the survey out, send it out, and then we'll do it. <coughs> Excuse me. We'll do it again in April. See how see what the see what the game shifts like, see what everything's like that. And then we'll do it again, probably like September or something like that. And then we'll get a good idea of like what the health of certain units are and stuff like that. And hopefully Forge World takes takes the rain on it, you know, maybe, hopefully. I mean, they can't ignore it, right? You think they're just going to ignore it? No. Well, I'm hoping not. And I'm hoping they'll be like, you know, Um, this is what 300 people say. They don't use these units. Like, and there's like, it's a huge amount of people that say these units don't make sense. Like out of 300 people, if, you know, 150 of them say, I do not use destroyers or I do not use seekers because they do not make sense. That is 150 people that are not going to buy that product for that thing. And that is a useless unit. Like why, why even keep making models for it? You know, (laughs) <laughs> You're <a> skeptical hippo, <laughs> I don't know, so, but anyway, at least we know, you know, and I'm gonna like currently right now, I'm in the works of making a radio freetoband website, and I'm hoping to put these into graphs on the website, and then hopefully at the next quarter, we'll be able to trend out certain units and stuff like that. That's ideal. that'd be cool, so that way you can look at it and you can see like is this worth buying or, you know, is this, like, a unit that a lot of people
2: use or a lot of, like, what if you want to play an army... Yeah, I mean, I don't need. know. I mean, it's still... Play what you want to play. I mean, people still play destroyers. There are people that still run them. I'm going to be running
0: destroyers. I just bought destroyers. Ten of them.
2: I mean, it just frustrates me to no end, though. Like, when <sighs> you... I mean, like we've talked about, it takes me so long to paint stuff. Like, if I wanted to paint, like, 20 Assault Marines... You're talking that like that's a month of painting time plus the money I have invested just to stick them on the table and watch them get removed by quad mortars. Like See. it just gets old. You're just like,
0: uh Wouldn't you want to know that before you bought your stuff?
2: I guess. I don't know. People are gonna run what they want to run, which is good. Like we don't we don't want it to ever be like where it's like forty K, where everybody just is like, Well, why would you run this when you could run? I don't know. Uh, you mentioned a long time ago that like X-Wing like they
0: they look at their units and they say, "Well, the nobody runs this unit, so we definitely need to do that's something." Fantasy flight.
2: They they actually do that. They act there's a uh, a a third-party person, a person that's just a fan of the X-Wing game, made a tournament software that yeah. when you go to an X-Wing tournament, like 90% of the X-Wing tournaments out there use this thing. And it's real easy. You just punch in everyone's list, and then they update the win-loss. So there's a website you can go to that will tell you how often a ship is used, and if it's used in a list, how often that list will win. Like, what the win percentage of lists with this particular ship in it is. And uh, Fantasy Flight, who's now owned by Asmodee or whoever, like, the design team for Fantasy Flight actually looks at that data. So
0: now... we have data for Forgewell to look at, whether they choose to look at it or not. Like
2: you're making my brain hurt. You know who we're talking about here, right?
0: Hey, look, you just, you, you, you gotta be pessimistic Pete. I gotta be optimistic Oscar. And so like, that's, that's that's what makes And So like, if something good happens out of it, they're like, Hey, we looked at your survey and here's what we think. Even if they say, Stop sending us fucking emails. Like if they just acknowledge the fact that they got the survey, I'll be happy on my end. And if like if they if they come out and they say, "Hey, here's an update to outright," or "Here here's an update to destroyers," or "Here's an update to this," like then we'll know we've done our jobs.
2: Hey hey, where are they at on answering those FAQ questions, dude? I don't we? know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Gotta stay positive, man. Still pretty positive about it. You just gotta, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm just saying they. You know, I they they got to work on them. They probably wasn't even on their radar until, like, guys, we got to do something. These dudes sent us cakes. I know that they didn't take pictures of the cakes for any reason. So in my optimistic Oscar face says they're doing something about it. Because if it was just like, hey, thanks for the cakes, they would have just like, thanks for the cakes, guys. Pops us an email. You know, appreciate that. I feel like now they're like, hey, we got to work on this. It's a Christmas season. Whenever we get back, we got to do something about this. We already have the pictures of the cakes, so and I feel like the longer it takes,
2: since like I sent the cakes, I feel like maybe like the more it's like. Well, hopefully they're looking at the email we sent, not the cakes, because the cakes, the the questions on the cakes are kind well, yeah, of both yeah. versions of the qu- question. Yeah, I feel like they have to,
0: you know, like they're they're actually like sitting down and like maybe maybe doing something, you know. And if that works, man, dude, then maybe, maybe they'll look at this survey and be like, "Destroyers need updating." I mean,
2: over overall, the game is fine, but it is like destroyers are so cool, like they're just so cool for in the fluff,
0: real right,
2: and they're really good. Like it's just a shame that they're like the most like dog shit unit in a lot of ways for their points.
0: And I feel like maybe Forge World is like sitting in kind of like, kind of like this controlled environment that like. We made these destroyers, people still buy destroyers, there's nothing wrong with the rules. And it's like, no, nah, people buy destroyers because the model's cool as fuck, and they're like just getting into the game and then realize how dog shit they are until like, you know, later on they're like, fuck, I'll
2: just use these as fucking jump marines and
0: fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Look, yeah I, I don't know. <laughs> I
2: can't wait. Like assault assault marines might even be more frustrating for me because they're a basic troop choice and you, like they're more applicable to a lot of armies and fluff. But how do you have Assault in your name and be shitty at assault. I don't know, dude. And then, why are they so many damn points? They're worse than a tactical marine. Like, I don't think you can argue that on paper. Like, if we were played Age of Sigmar style, no points. Like old school Age of Sigmar before General Handbook, and we were just looking at rules, you would think you would value the tactical marine more than the assault marine, but yet they're drastically more points.
0: I don't know. That's a bold statement. It's a bold statement. I don't know. I'm hoping I'm, I'm be optimistic Oscar, all right. Pessimistic Pete over there, skeptical hippo. But yeah. Well, I've done my part. <laughs> I made I made a survey. If they choose not to look
2: at it, that's on them. I'll keep being pessimistic. It serves me well.
0: (laughs) You skeptical hippo.
2: Skepticism is a uh, very healthy thing. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, that's the survey. Guys, like I said, get ready in a quarter to take this again. (coughs) Mechanicum one's on the way. By, like I said, next week I'll throw it out there. Hopefully that makes you feel better. Uh... So, we're getting some voicemails, huh? Yeah. Give me like two seconds here. I'm holding shoulder pads.
2: Holding glue. Well, here, <laughs> let, let's talk. While, while you're doing that, let's talk about something. Let's talk about something about so, all the money you owe me. I'm going to like. Yeah. So, I'm going to make you send me 100 pennies so I can roll a, like throw it in a bed and roll around in your pennies. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Why do I owe you money? So, <laughs> last. Last week we did a, uh, let me just read the, the thing here. We did a uh, Day of Revelation Blood Angel list, and uh-huh. we were talking about him mastercrafting the Blade of Perdition. Robert. And, <laughs> and you were saying that he mastercrafted the Meltabombs, and I'm saying no, he mastercrafted the Blade of Perdition, and just didn't know. And you were like, oh no, this and that. I'm like, no, you're wrong. And you were like, no, you're wrong. And we went back and forth, and I said, I'll bet you a dollar that he didn't know the Blade of Perdition was already mastercrafted.
0: Did you, you fuck me, Robert? Did you fuck me the ass, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Lie to him, Robert!
2: Just lie to him! <laughs> so, Robert, the guy who wrote the list, uh, sent us a Facebook message that says, Thanks for the review of my Day of Revelation list. I really do like the idea of switching a Zyphon for the Fire Raptor. You'll like it more when you play it. And making the jet bikes the normal unit. It makes perfect sense Uh and spits out just as much firepower as more survivable. Uh, I said, also, Ryan, you totally win $1. Fuck. I did not know the master, the blade of Perdition was mastercrafted. So, there you go.
0: Well, all right. You're going to get that fucking dollar. <coughs> I'm going to find the most odd way to send you a dollar.
2: You I just... figured. I, there'd be something to it. I knew there'd be
3: something <coughs> um,
0: some no. catch. You're gonna get like a dollar in like five different currencies. You just wait. I'm gonna send you go like to stuff.
2: go to sh- go to Showbiz or Chuck E. Cheese and get coins like a dollar worth of Chuck E. Cheese coins. I'm gonna get you so gonna, I play and then win a spider ring.
0: I'm gonna get you like a dollar worth of yen, <laughs> like in so to be fifteen yen, fifteen yen. We'll see. So so yeah, owe you a dollar yeah, I'll send it to you, not a problem Yeah, so if you're running the Blade of Perdition, Just remember it's mastercrafted So when Art. you freely Freely mastercraft your weapon Go ahead and mastercraft that bomb, or,
2: or just save the 15 points No, mastercraft
0: the bomb. Golden and pay painted gold <laughs> Okay, you ready for voicemails? I am ready Let's get off this Michael being wrong bullshit
2: Okay. Hey, you want to know what? What? I was a pessimist and got that right. Because I was like, there's no way he knew. And you were like, oh, he knew. And I'm like, no, nope, no way. Pessimist, Pessimism wins.
0: Look what you did, Robert. You opened up a whole fucking can. <laughs> <laughs> you opened up a whole can of worms.
2: When the Yellowstone super volcano goes off, the pessimists that knew it was going to happen are going to find the optimists that aren't ready and kill them and eat them, and take all their shit, and then rule the world.
0: <laughs> you see what you did there? What are you doing? I'm trying to see, because I got some like voicemails here, but I'm not sure which ones we've listened
2: to. You're killing me, man. You got this awkward pause. Don't make us edit. We don't edit. We don't edit this show.
0: Well, there's like some crazy ass fucking like stuff that I'm reading here. Like So this is from December 27th, so that's obviously not it. Okay, so here it is. Here it is. January 2nd. We're 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 good. We're golden. All right. I see like we don't listen to these voicemails, guys. So like I have to work on the transcription and the transcription's always fucking wrong. And so here we go. First voicemail coming in hot. Hey everybody, it's Ryan Kimmel. No, just kidding, it's Tim here.
1: Hey, uh, <laughs> just listening to the Break the Glass episode. Very interesting, especially with all the Willow talk. Um, I'm quite a Willow connoisseur as well, um, and it's very interesting. Like I've seen, Will, like I saw Willow in the cinemas when I was like a, tr- a small child. Um, and, uh, I've watched it many times since then Own it on DVD and Blu-ray Um, uh, but I always thought at the end When Willow, um, tricks Babmortar I always thought that she was just so angry That, like, a little fucking peck had tricked her That she's just like, She sort of just, like, knocks down And then just disintegrates sort of thing But you're saying that some kind of potion fell on her That's interesting. I've never noticed that before, probably with all the excitement of the final battle in that movie. By the time I get to that part of the movie, I'm always like, yeah, come on, come on. Um, But, yeah, interesting. So she loses her shit and then just, like, flails around and knocks a potion onto her that kills her. That makes a lot more sense. Um, (laughs) Maybe then you can clear up this other, my other Willow question, um, which I've always had, um, which is, you know how... Uh, Willow is given the magic acorns um, uh, by the Elwyn uh, like chief wizard Uh how come when he throws them at other things they turn to stone but when they go to the abandoned castle and they throw the magic acorns at the trolls how come instead of turning them to stone it turns one into like a two headed fire breathing
2: brontosaurus I never understood that Ryan, you're obviously. He's expert. wrong. It's not. You know, it's Will not Blair, the acorns. Willow, Law, Elwyn and culture. Can you please
1: explain the whole troll thing? I don't know if you're also a troll expert, <laughs> but if you can explain that, that'd be great. And if you can explain it for about 20 minutes, <laughs> <it's even better. laughs> play my fucking mind. I loved a lot. Willow talk when you started going through the movie in detail? I was like, yes, this is fucking greatest thing I've ever heard um anyway cool uh it live and
2: uh yeah cool don't be a fucking peck i'm out of here bye all right all right so let me let me break hold on down. first
0: off tim why the fuck are you encouraging this like what is <laughs> going on here like he hey. he could have asked you he could have asked you over like chat he could have asked you anywhere else but he decided to call in yep. on the voicemail that he knows we <laughs> yep. don't listen to
2: Oh, (laughs) well, here's the the thing people make fun of the willow thing, but how many response we've gotten so many responses over the willow thing and emails (laughs) and shit. So we've struck, we've struck a, like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, some type of nerve, like within society that wants to talk about willow. Like there's a deep, deep rooted, like sense that this really needs to be talked about and discussed more. Like maybe there should be a college course. On Willow. Or you, like, on Willow. That's what I'm saying.
0: Willow 101, people.
2: But anyways, <laughs> to answer Tim's question, so at the end of the movie, she sets up this altar and has the baby on it, and they make this potion thing next to the altar, and it's all in this bowl, and then it's open to the sky, and there's, like, lightning and shit. Yeah. So she's calling on these dark forces to, like, you know, take this child, and she, like, cuts its hair and puts it in this bowl. So the way I understand it, because it never it, it doesn't actually actually happen to the kid, but the way I understand it, they were supposed to pour the potion on the child and then lightning would strike it and it goes to the other realm. So what ends up happening is she's like gets all upset because he makes the baby disappear and she throws her arm up to like like shoot him with like a lightning bolt or whatever, like with hmm. her Voldemort stick or whatever. Yeah. And when she does, she throws her other arm out and it knocks the bowl of ingredients over and it like, gets on her, and then while her arm's in the air, lightning strikes the tip of the rod. Oh, okay. Because she's, like, so upset. (coughs) She's, like, like Tim said, she's, like, flailing around, whatever, and knocks that bowl over at the same time as holding her wand up in the air, and lightning strikes the rod, and she gets sent to the other realm. Okay. As far as the acorn thing goes, he doesn't ever throw an acorn at a troll. He's got him in a little pouch on his belt, and he's, like, the troll's after him, and in a panic, he's trying to get the acorn out. And he drops it, and when the acorn hits the bridge that he's standing on, gets like a plank bridge. It turns the plank one of the planks to stone. But then he he does he drops it, so he grabs his wand, and he's a shitty magician. So he tries to cast a spell on the troll, and he shoots it with like a lightning bolt or whatever out of the thing, the troll. Yeah. and that's what turns and that's what turns it into the, bronze the little. Yeah, well, it turns it into like this little like mutated, like, ball of goo or whatever, and then he kicks it off the bridge, and it falls off the bridge into the water. And then in the water, it reacts and grows into the two-headed fire-breathing dragon thing. Okay. So it's not actually acorns that do it. It's the wand. I'm glad you cleared that up for him.
0: (laughs) Oh, Willow 101, people. So we're just a 30K horse RC... (laughs) Willow, Willow podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. Very specific.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: actually glad you know so much about Willow.
2: Is it weird that I've not seen that movie in years?
0: No. It's not weird at all. It's completely understandable, frankly. <laughs> okay, so next one. Next voicemail. Hopefully not Willow related, but I feel like it's going to
3: be. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot to tell you. Son of a- right, um, but I love Willow so much. You know the movie where the
1: pregnant... Oh, no, sorry. The, the nursemaid woman is, like, taking um, the baby down to, like, just raft it away down a river? Uh, I can't um, just like Moses, Moses style. Or um, Romulus and Remus style. Um, I, and then she's pursued by those, like, fucking insane, like, rat dog things. Anyway, I love those rat dog things so much that so when I was doing my ghoul army uh, for Warhammer Fantasy... I actually made rat dogs out of um, the, you know, the plastic chaos hounds. Some of those are all right. Probably eight out of ten are good. So I just, like, threw away the rest. And then I specifically sculpted, like, long rat dog style green stuffed tails on them all. So I've got, like, 20, like, Willow-esque rat dogs in my ghoul army. Just thought I'd mention that too. So much of a fan of Willow I am. Anyway, see ya.
0: holy shit i wasn't expecting two willer falls back
2: to back hey real quick while we're talking about tim remember when you pitched me the movie idea a while back yes so we came up with the tv show idea (laughs) so it was kind of my idea about doing the tv show and then a lot of the podcasters on the podcast chat helped me out okay so the idea of the name of the show would be Timstries. So it's like Mysteries, but with Tim in front. So it's like Timistries. Oh, Timstries. Okay, yeah, I get it. Tim Timstries or Tim, Timistries is the, is probably the, the best. Timistries. So it's just it's Tim, <laughs> Tim and he builds a Mad Max style uh, macro Explorer. Okay. Drives around round wasteland uh, Western Australia, wasteland Australia. Okay. Yeah. And tries to solve like mysteries, like supernatural style or whatever.
0: Oh, like cryptid mysteries.
2: Yeah. <coughs> but the catch is it's like Mr. Brooks style that when he looks in a mirror, he sees Michael because they're the same person and they have conversations with each other, just like Mr. Brooks. I can uh
0: I can get a artist to like draw that up if you want, like you yeah, know, like <laughs> kind of like a a pilot poster. <laughs> like him leaning up against the side of his like uh his Macrit explorer and like in his reflection michael's in the reflection like <laughs> as he's like studying bigfoot tracks
2: and he's or got to yaoi, wear like a sh- sherlock he said that we 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 have license to use his likeness but only if the story is narrated like from only from his perspective like eisenhorn and in between every mystery, he has to heal up in the hospital from having his ass kicked before he go on the next one, just like the Horn books. Okay. That's easy enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Western Australia, don't fuck around, dude. Not even a Macron Explorer. <laughs> <coughs> that, <coughs> that sounds like fun, dude.
2: All right. What's the over-under on whether or not this will be Willow? I
0: don't don't even fucking know anymore. We just got two in a row. (laughs) This one says transcript not available, so I'm kind of worried, frankly. Like, it's like either super long or super short. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's hear it.
4: What's up, dudes? It's John from El Paso. Hey, uh, I wanted to apologize. I think I came off a little bit too strong on kimmel's fascination with willow fuck Uh, (laughs) third in a row but uh, after hearing the episode it kind of sounded like a dick um (laughs) i really just meant it to be as a joke but anyway, uh i heard the story again about the uh the chlamydia cats and that reminded me of something also uh on my last deployment in afghanistan uh we were on this little fob and uh we um we hire these local, uh, national guys to come and do stuff. Uh, certain things at our work at, around the FOB, and one of the things that we would do is hire, you know, the shit sucker guys. So they'd come and clean the porta shitters out. Uh, one day, like mid tour, this guy shows up and he's got this little fucking monkey, kind of like uh, Indiana Jones monkey, the one in uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where I think it was Raiders of the Lost Ark, the one that fucking eats the dates and he finds him dead. Anyways, a little monkey like that. And, uh, I could give two shifts about the fucking monkey, but like all kinds of people were like, oh, the monkey, the monkey. And if you walked by, the monkey would jump off the, uh, the contractor guy's shoulder and land on you, land on you, land on your head or whatever. And everybody thought it was cute and funny and whatnot. And like a few weeks later, um, we get a message from uh, our medics at the aid station and our uh, our little mini-fob that, uh, hey, if you had any contact with the monkey, you need to get checked out right now. And so they start to, like, you know, get pretty, like, what the fuck, dude? Everybody's thinking, oh, shit, we got AIDS now. We got fucking, <laughs> oh, my God, we got monkey AIDS. But, you uh, no, what ended up happening Monkeys. was the dude that owned the monkey would let his monkey drink out of a cup as well, the one that he used to drink out of. Well, it turns out the monkey has some sort of fucking, like, monkey herpes. Like, herpes. (laughs) And this dude got some sort of a lip herpes from the fucking monkey. And so everybody that had any contact, so all kinds of dudes are lining up at the aid station, fucking pissed off. They're like, oh, my God, I swear to fucking God,
3: if I have fucking herpes from a monkey, my marriage is over. How am I going to explain that to my wife? She's going
4: to think I've been fucking around fucking all kinds of girls here but in reality you know like she's never gonna fucking believe that I fucking got herpes from having a monkey land on me and like people were thinking about fucking suicide and I, like, oh, I can't I'm gonna have to kill myself there's no way to fucking do with this like can't fucking <laughs> go through a divorce like it's fucking over but uh fortunately nobody else ended up getting monkey herpes uh you literally had to, like Kiss the fucking monkey probably to get it But it still scared <laughs> a lot of people And the other story about uh, Cherokee
2: Steve Oh he cut off Call back and finish the other story <laughs> I hear your cat yelling She's sleeping So anyway He didn't have to apologize I didn't take it as him being mean about the willow thing
0: <laughs> Well he did though and that's, that's really nice of him. Yeah, it's nice. Back to now, he's gonna, now he's going to, now
2: he's going to go back and retract his apology. Cause we talked about Willowmore. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, fuck
0: dude. But for real, could you imagine petting a monkey and getting fucking monkey herpes? What the fuck do like you can't go anywhere anymore without like an animal. Well, this is some all, on, sort of, this
2: is why you, okay. So these were both, so you can get chlamydia From cats and herpes from monkeys in Afghanistan. So this just tells me one thing. Don't go there. You can't touch animals. don't have to. Don't go there. You 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 just can't. Yeah. Don't pet anything. Nothing good comes from it. See, what they needed was a monitor lizard to eat that monkey. I love these
0: stories, dude. I love stories of, like, fucking (laughs) people just getting (laughs) fucked.
2: Oh, he called back. Okay. Maybe he'll finish the story.
4: Hey, it's John from El Paso again. Hey, I know my message got cut off earlier, but I don't got time for that anymore. We got an <laughs> but- important question. Salamanders. Praetor. Can, uh, through the Salamander special rule, he can get a cheap Mastercraft weapon? But does he also get his Praetor Mastercraft weapon? So can he get two weapons Mastercrafted? I don't know if anybody's ever mentioned that before. I've never heard it. Uh, I was just thinking about that the other day when I was tooling around with my uh, quartermaster app. Anyways, talk to you later.
2: I don't think he's talking about the Praetor. I think he's talking about a Delegatus. A Delegatus comes with a free mastercrafted weapon. And do
0: salamanders have a rule where they get like a free mastercrafted weapon? or what?
2: Salamanders have a special rule that says they can mastercraft any weapon for five mm-hmm. points. So yes, you could have two. Because the Delagodis grants you one, and then the Salamanders say that any character can upgrade one of their weapons to Mastercrafted for five points. So you get two of them. Dual
0: Mastercrafted weapons.
2: Okay. This was a long one. Cue <coughs> Jake, uh, if he's listening to this podcast, swearing about Vulcan's Hammer not being Mastercrafted. For real. For, for, can you can you pay five points to no? It's not he doesn't character. have Legion of Stardies. Oh god! That's also, even- there's that's in our FAQ questions. Like, can you upgrade? Like, can you upgrade a special character? Like beyond? Like I don't think you should be able to. Like you're fundamentally changing a stat line that's set in stone because he's like a character from the story. But yet, people want to give them extra war gear, which I think is kind of bullshit. But whatever it's something that needs to be addressed by forge rule because i know people that try to give like cyber familiars to all tech more or put bane strike rounds on abaddon or give rad grenades to whatever because they're you know I- back a
0: long time ago when i played high elves i gave the book of hosts to teslas that was stupid <laughs> that was all the psyche all i the- thought
2: there was a i thought there was a rule back in that book <laughs> that said like Special characters can't be further altered like they are what they are. I think there was.
0: I think I just did it all the time. I was mm. just a shitty little kid. A little <laughs> asshole giving unlimited range to all the all the powers. It's pretty Yeah, bad. he wasn't he
2: wasn't bad enough. He, he was, was had to do broken
0: that. as fuck with Book of Oath. Anyway, next voicemail.
5: Hey guys. Cole Johnson here. I'm now on my forty fifth minute of my hour and a half tonight at home. dallas Fort Worth traffic. Let me ask you guys something. Does it piss you off when people drive in the left-hand lane and they're not passing someone?
0: Yes. Because yes. man, it's
5: getting on my last nerve. <laughs> but, luckily, I got you guys to calm it down on the ride home. And, on that note, I'll say, Ryan Kimmel, way to keep you cool, man. On the last podcast, when Michael's try to bait you into that next edition change <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding but I'm proud of you huh? <laughs> not to rant like last time anyhow I'm super pumped to see you guys excited to meet all the new faces excited to whoop David Sampson's ass that's right Sampson I said it and generally just drink a lot of beer at Stiff with you guys I'll leave you with Ron Kimmel. Stay in your fucking lane. Unless you got good rules advice. Then give me a call anytime. (laughs) Mikey, have a
3: good
0: one, brother. Yeah. For starters, Colt, yes, that really does chap my fucking ass. And I drive a uh, a three-quarter ton, uh, Chevy Chevy Silverado, 2500, lifted, massive, on uh, 35. This is a big-ass fucking truck. And I don't give a fuck who's in the left lane. I'm coming within, like, five inches of your fucking bumper if you're driving 60 in the left lane. I don't care look if... Got, mean,
2: look who we got. The chlamydia look. cat story man himself. Hey, what's going on, bud? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm telling him, we need to... Just give him a mic. Just put our headphones on him, get him in here. Fuck yeah. Um, how do we make okay. it? Okay, so now... We got Scout with us, and like now it's like now it's a little three way going on. <laughs> you know, works out really well. So yeah, back back to it, guys. Like yes, Colt, it fucking blows when people drive in the left lane slow as shit. And there's actually a law called the Slowpoke Law in Texas. You just look it up. I don't know. Like I feel like do y'all know how citizens arrests work? I don't know how citizens arrests work.
2: Well, we talked about this on the Breaking Case of Glass, uh, <laughs> or maybe I talked with it me and Zach when we were out walking, he said you can't unless it's like a certain like level of crime or something. So just ask Zach. He basically said it was technically bullshit.
0: So like, I can't like fucking pit maneuver somebody
2: for driving the
0: left lane, I'm guessing. No, like, that's that would be yeah.
2: bad. That'd be the
0: way to do it. Like <laughs> that would forever teach them to stay their ass in their fucking right lane. <laughs> the slow poke lane, please. Uh, so yes, dude, Scott, so you just missed the the herpes monkey story
6: oh man that that sounds fantastic that the, sounds like it's right up my he, alley he said <laughs>
2: that they had a contractor in afghanistan that had a monkey with him and they would come and like suck the shit out of like the you know the latrine yeah, yeah. and the guy who operated it had a monkey with him and all the soldiers like some certain soldiers played with the monkey well later on they found out that that guy had herpes the guy who owned the monkey had herpes and was sharing a drink like sharing a cup with the monkey and the monkey had herpes too so then everybody that had contact with the monkey had to get tested to see if they had herpes
6: (laughs) i feel like that's part of the plot to the movie contagion like that's how it starts
0: Sharing a cup with your monkey, drinking out of the <laughs> same cup as your monkey. I thought I thought Scott was be like, oh, I remember that. <laughs> like, I <laughs> remember that. Remember that herpes monkey.
6: <laughs> so th-
2: this is the conclusion we came to. Just don't go to Afghanistan. You no. can't trust it.
6: Like <laughs> can't trust anything there. <laughs> even even that in the air there has a really high pollution quality consisting of fecal matter because they don't have any like actual legitimate sewer system. So there's just. Shit particles floating around <laughs> in the
2: air all around you. So it's truly shitty
0: place it's to visit. Truly
6: shitty place to visit. So you're just <laughs>
0: constantly fighting pink eye and fucking yeah. like strep throat, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, the
6: just worst, all the time.
2: Worst. Scott's not a fan of their fleas either. No,
6: God, no. They have fleas they everywhere. Are. What? Yeah, well, like when you live like way out in the middle of nowhere or something, or on like a cop, and you live in like kind of <laughs> austere conditions. You'll, you'll get fleas because you won't get to shower for like three or four months. So they would send over like in care packages, my family or whatever, uh, like cat flea collars, <laughs> like those pink and blue cat flea collars. And I would wear them around my ankles and my belt loops, but they never work because Afghan fleas give no fucks. Like they're <laughs> completely immune to the American like flea collars. <laughs> <laughs> the Pharmacology flea. apparently, so.
0: They just they just use that as like, oh, you're just you're too weak to jump he on. Just these. made him mad. no, you, just, just you just got the strong me. ones. <laughs> Only <laughs> The strong fleas can survive. <laughs> Fuck, the ones that
6: burrow. <laughs> Scabies and stuff. <laughs> you ever had scurvy? <laughs> you do now. So.
0: <laughs> so. So, yeah, Colt, man. Hate when people stay in the lane. Just pit maneuver them. They'll get out of your fucking way. Uh, yeah, don't do not do that, Colt. We we <laughs> like
2: you. We want to see you at <laughs> Stiff. Don't go to jail.
0: <laughs> You're not Judge Dredd. You're not the law. You can't just... I want to find, like, some way to, like, just... I've always wanted to put, like, a, like an LED sign on the back of my truck that just says, like, fuck you. Get out of the fucking... Le-. Like, whenever I pass them, whenever I finally get past... Like, man, dude, I don't have road rage, but, like, when that happens, when that specifically happens, like, whenever somebody's in the left lane... Like I'm just a complete asshole to them, cause just cause it's like it pisses me off. Even if the right lane is completely open, like it just it just
2: well, it's not even that. It's the worst when there's somebody in the right lane and they're in the left lane and they're pacing the guy in the right lane. Yeah, that's the worst.
0: It's so it's it's, it's it it boils my fucking blood. So yeah, I've always wanted like a little LED like in the back of my truck that like says you know just like like a little science just says fuck you getting your fucking lane like just like totally just like just like streams by. And, like, just lets them know how much I fucking hate their guts and hope they die in a fire. But, <laughs> but, yeah. I feel you, Colt. I feel you. All right. We got another one. Oh, this one's fucking long. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. You're going to like this one, Scott. <laughs> I can only read a little bit of it, and he mentions Cookie Monster in
6: here, so. Yeah, perfect. So, All right.
7: Greetings from an avid podcast listener in beautiful Sheboygan County, in Wisconsin. My name is Chris Limpy, and I had to pause listening to the most recent podcast after listening to a Cookie Monster pork pie story. Got another one to share with you. pass around during deployment to Iraq. Now, this didn't happen to me or even anybody I know, but the story is too good not to share. <laughs> so, picture if you will, a group of soldiers getting ready to go on convoy through Iraq. The well, last place to do your business is in a port potty before leaving. Uh right at the entrance or exit to cantonment Soldier enters as he had probably done at least a hundred times before that. The rest of the group is smoking and joking outside, waiting for him to get done. And we just for halfway to leave. Soldier comes out bleeding from the forehead, no gunshots, no mortars, no rockets to Well there's a little background information first. While we were deployed, we had to take this anti-malaria medication. And one of the unfortunate side effects was diarrhea. This unpleasant side effect had made people telling stories that started with, I thought it was going to be a fart.
3: <laughs> you can often
7: tell when a group of people took the pills at the same time because the porta potties would be collecting up cut-off underwear, soaking up that same blue chemical that the Cookie Monster story was made up of.
3: <laughs> <Sorry>.
7: <laughs> anyway, back to the story. So the soldier had recently taken the anti malaria pill. He, like many other people, thought it was going to be a fart, but was wrong. Instead of changing out his underwear before going on the convoy, he decided to go into the porta potty and cut off his underwear. Picture, if you will, this poor guy is sitting on the throne, trying to cut through his underwear with a knife that was probably too dull. The knife finally cuts through the remainder of the underwear, continues up, and stabs himself in the forehead.
3: <laughs> but, uh, my understanding according to
7: the story Is that the medics <laughs> were too busy laughing To treat the poor guy Anyway Love a podcast I've used a lot of your suggestions That you've gone through for other people's lists wellness. Keep up the good work And take it easy Later
6: have you ever cut your underwear off, Scott? <laughs> I, you know, I've I've definitely lost a sock before <laughs> for something like that, but I've never cut my underwear off. though. No. but I'm aware of the perils of it now. So. <laughs> <coughs> just remember, I know a guy from that your
2: body. I know a guy that got drunk and tried to trim his ball hair with scissors yeah. and cut a hole in his sack. What the fuck did you just say? Like, yeah, what? and it's like when you you know when you fold paper. And you cut it, and then you open the paperback oh. up, and it cuts that little football shape out of it. <laughs> so then he's drunk with a hole in his nut sack, and he thinks his nut is going to fall out. He's in I panic would too. mode.
0: That's how it works. Like-
2: <laughs> and he's drunk. So his wife came home from work, and he's in the bathroom crying, pinching his nut sack clothes with blood on his hand and stuff, and he's squalling and stuff. And so she had to take him to the emergency room and get his nut sack sewed up. So, was there like a straight hole? Like, he, like, cause that's thick. Like, your, your nutsack's just yeah. not like a thin but piece of paper. But he just cut it with scissors and cut Bo- like a little football shaped <laughs> hole in his nutsack. Look, <laughs> look at Michael. Fucking exacto scissors, man.
0: Like, those like surgical scissors? It's sharp what the scissors, fuck?
2: man. Try it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> that
0: yeah. would be my first thought was my nut was going to come out. Yes. So, that was like, like,
2: as far as self injury, that's the worst that I've heard of. No, that one's bad.
0: Oh, dude, I'm never going to cut my underwear off just from the thought of
2: that. Like, Well, this wasn't... He was trying to, like, manscape.
0: Yeah, but I'm never going to, like, let anything sharp go down there with the thought of, like, just your nut popping out from a hole in there. (laughs) God, that's so fucking brutal.
2: You should have seen him gagging on the Cookie Monster (laughs) story.
0: I was legit fucking, like... Because I kept... I kept revisiting it in my head, like, well, what would I do in that situation? Like, how would I get out of that situation so quickly? And I kept putting myself back into it, and then I was like, uh, I'm just thinking about, like, oh, well, all the piss and stuff would flow out, but then, like, <laughs> your hands deep and, like, piss until it, like, is done flowing, and then, like, all that's left is just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just
2: we need bad. to not talk about it. You'll gag again. It's bad.
0: It's just <laughs> it's bad. so bad. It's a bad way. Oh. <sighs> all right so we got messages we got to go over some some facebook messages we got a couple of them uh keith's keith's question right first on the list and y'all are luck because scott also plays warhammer who is heresy So the question is I would like both of you to answer. I have my thoughts and would like to hear from yours. What are the what are your three strongest legions? Top three traders, top three loyalists. He says mine are Sons of Horus, World Eaters, and Night Lords, and the top three loyalists are Ultramarine, Salamanders, and Iron Hands. Uh Ryan, what are you thinking? Top
2: three traders, go. Uh a hard one. Traders, Alpha Legion's got to be up there. Um, they got some pretty powerful rules. Probably Iron Warriors. I think they got their Primarch's really good. He's got a bunch of support abilities and they got good special units. Um, I don't know. It's hard because they're all pretty good. Death Guard... I think Death Guard's really good. I think they're like uh, the outside choice. They're like the Dark Horse. Because Mortarian's extremely good. They have two of the better specialty units
1: mm-hmm.
2: in Grave Grave Wardens and Death Shroud. And their, their rights... Uh, their right of war, the their original Rite of War is really good. So you say Alpha Legion, Iron Warrior, Death Guard. Yeah, we'll go with that. I mean, they're... I mean... Those are your three strongest legion choices. Word bearers got to be up there too if you use them properly. Word bearers are pretty foul. Well, that's top four. He's asking
0: top three. Well, okay, we'll so take. Who, uh, who are
2: you kicking out? I don't know. Why we got to have all these rules, man? They're all really good. <laughs> nah, I guess if you're just like if you're playing like looking at from a pure competitive standpoint, and you're just trying to kick ass and take names, probably word bearers. <laughs> Wordbearers, Iron Warriors, and Alpha Legion.
0: Word Bearers, Iron Warriors, Alpha Legion. Yep. Sorry, Death Guard, you didn't make the list.
2: What are your three uh, three loyalists? For me? Well the problem is they because they're missing a lot of like, you know what I mean? They got four legions that don't have full rules. So I'm trying to think here. I think you got to put Blood Angels in there. Everything like they don't have a Primarch or special units yet, but everything else they have is extremely strong. Okay, like their Legion special rules are strong. Their war gear is really strong. The ability to swap in assault cannons is strong. Like I don't, they don't have anything that's like, eh, this is like not good so far." Okay, so, um. Ultramarines. I think Gilliman's the best Primarch in the game, and he adds so much to an army. Uh, so Blood Angels, Ultramarines. Probably Salamanders, just on the strength of Vulcan and Fire Drakes <sighs> Blood Angels, Ultramarines,
0: Salamanders. Okay. But about you, Scott? Top three traders.
6: Top three traders... Uh... I definitely agree with the alpha Legion one. I think they can, they can stack on a lot of universal special rules like infiltrate and tank hunter and all that, that makes them, makes them really versatile to use in a lot of different types of lists. Like Dynac can use, you know, the drop out assault rule. You can go that way. You can do like mass infiltration with rapier laser destroyers, things like that. Heavy weapon squad, Volkai Culverin squads, all that good stuff. Um, so they're definitely on there. Um, just to be different, I think Sons of Horus are up there too. I think Death Dealers a really, really strong rule, and if you play them to like their fluff, they're like a really fast, hard hitting, like orbital assault army that can be pretty brutal with machine killer vets and things like that. And um, they have a lot of things in their in their legion roles that lets them manipulate, like you know taking veterans as troops and reavers as troops, things like that. So that makes them really good. That and horse is really strong too. Um, so they're in there. And then let's go. I'll oh, I'll go one for our buddy Nick and uh, go with Night Lords. Um, just because they have that rule that lets them, if they outnumber you, hit you all the way up to like a two plus in close combat.
2: And wound too. It's hit and wound. And, wound.
6: and they, have, uh, they have a lot of rules like Curse has Stealth and Shrouded and stuff. So that starts to stack. I think that makes them, you know, kind of a dark horse and probably one of the better assault armies in the game. So I'll go for those three for a traitor.
0: Top three loyalists.
6: Top three loyalists. <clears throat> uh, number one for me, Iron Hands. Iron Hands, just because uh, I think they have a really good ride right of war. I think I think when you have a good ride right of war, it's it's a big force multiplier and being able to outflank your tanks. And uh, the minus one to your sh- to shooting attack strength on your like infantry squads is pretty good. So in no particular order. They're one of them. Um, I want to go Imperial Fist Stone Gauntlet just because it's really really durable to a lot of things. I don't think I don't think there's a whole lot of lists that people plan on taking that really. Factor in that much toughness five and feel no pain and all that stuff. So I think they can definitely be one of the top three And then Hmm white scars just because white scars, uh, they have a really good ride of war as well able to take like jet bikes things like that and uh, You know, they're 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 an army that really stands on its own looks really unique and cool and has its own aesthetic, but <laughs> They're good if you take them the way they're supposed to be taken, you know, and that's kind of the goal, right, is to have a good army that's fluffy, looks good on the table, and plays the way it should, so those would be my three.
0: So, Imperial Fist, Stone Gauntlet, <laughs> White Scars, and Iron our Hands. Yeah. I'd like to
2: point out you could put Mechanicum on both sides. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, you can. Like we, just, we just went at it from the Legion perspective, <clears throat> yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, militia, like, militia and it's solar it's ox it's can,
0: it's can also go both good, ways. Good one <laughs> so, uh, on my end, I would say the top three trader armies, I would say Alpha Legion, just because you can basically <laughs> manipulate. You can play, like, whatever style you want, and you can buff the whole army based on whatever style you want to go with. Um, I'd say Iron Warriors is going to come in second. Uh just, like, the builds you can do with Iron Warriors is ridiculous. Some of the, you know, the Iron Fire lists that I've seen, stuff like that, you know, it can get really nasty on that. Uh, and then third, I'd have to go Night Lords, uh, especially, like, the the Midnight Pain Train list, like, you know, just running <laughs> shitload of jet bikes with curs in there. It's just, it's it's a brutal list, and then there's so much manipulation you can do with Night Fighting and everything like that, Stealth and Shroud. A, a lot of it is dependent in Night Lords on whether or not you take curs or not. But it's still pretty fucking brutal. So I'd say those are those are my top three traders. Uh, top three loyalists. I go with Ryan on the Blood Angels, man. I think they've got so, the Blade of Perdition really does fucking help. But as well, the uh, the bumps they get in combat are just really out there. So they're, they're Blood Angels are fucking solid loyalist unit. Um, man, dude, I'd probably have to say Ultramarines on number two. Just because, just like Alpha Legion, you can fucking manipulate them and make them into the army you want them to be, and then, uh, man, I don't know what I do for number three. I've seen a pretty beefcase Ravenwing list that I've been looking at. That seems like pretty strong, but I guess like overall, what's like what the strongest build would be, or like what would the
2: the strongest legion.
3: Mm. Probably. I think White's
2: and Brotherhood. It's pretty rough. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- that's, I, th- that's I think. I think. Yeah, I've,
0: I've played against that list. It's pretty. Jay plays that list. It's ridiculous. It's fast as fuck. But I think. I think. I. I I'm kind of looking at both the White Scars list and then of course the Ravenwing list. Like both are really brutal with jet bikes, but like. Yep. Ravenwing has the uh ammo the molecular ammo and that's i I saw i saw a list that colin had built for it and it was uh i think it's only like 36 models but i just look at that list i'm like fuck there's no you cannot have inventory on the board with that and then of course everything's running around multi-meltals on the front of it so it have to be some sort of bike army i don't i don't care i don't care if it's going to be i was gonna say iron hands but thinking about it now it's like yeah Strong wise, just a shitload of jet bikes is kind of brutal. So, I don't know one of those one of those things. I would now I'm gonna go Iron Hands. I'm gonna say Iron Hands, head of the Gorgon.
3: Okay.
6: Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> so, <clears throat> so. yeah, there you go, Mr. Keith. Those are what we. Those are the thoughts there. I guess pretty much what Iron Hands pretty much across the board on that one. And. I guess. Nothing really stayed across the board on... We said
2: Alpha Legion. Every single one of us <clears throat> said Alpha Legion. Oh, yeah. Legion.
0: Yeah, Alpha Legion. <clears throat> so, so there's that. We had that other question, which was the Day of Revelations, which we already talked about. I owe you a dollar. Yep. You Scott, I need, a dollar. You, I need you to think of a way to get Ryan a dollar in the most awkward way possible.
6: Okay. Okay. Well, you should... You, sh- you could buy him, like, some kind of weird edible lingerie that they deliver to his work.
2: <laughs> oh! <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that wouldn't be that funny because I'm the one that takes all the shipments, <laughs> and I'm by myself. So it's hard to get embarrassed when I'd be the one receiving it with no one else around. I like where your head's at, though. I
0: like where <laughs> your head's at.
6: I'll, I'll get back to you on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, like, at a dollar, like <laughs> just wrapped in edible underwear. <laughs>
6: Tastes like fruit roll ups. It's fine.
0: <laughs> get it like molded into a uh, sex safe silicone <laughs> dildo. Like it's oh, it's in there. There's a dollar in there. <laughs> you can see through the silicone. <laughs> Dig on <all> in. <laughs> I'll send it to you in Jello. I'm gonna send you a dollar. It's, you, you get this dollar. Uh, all right. So on to, on to list time. We got a 25. Oh, we got point. some other question, email
2: questions. <laughs> oh, do we? Well, here I got, I got some ready. So this, uh, so Jack Beaver wrote back in, we wrote him a death guard list and he just said, I I thought, uh, I would send some pics of the very first death guard dirt kickers on the painting table. Any feedback is welcome as these are my first Marines. I painted in over 10 years. The Praetor still needs wash and mud. I'm just waiting, uh, online, uh, online Marines to test before I go on to finishing touches. So I don't know if you can find his email or not, Michael, but his stuff looks really good. If you want to put these pictures up on Facebook, we can. They're black and white on yeah. this one, but I saw them the other day. I was really impressed with his uh, flesh tones.
0: Really impressed with his flesh tones? Yeah. Send in your recipe, bro. Mr. I'm just coming at it back from 10 years. Send us your recipe on how you get them <laughs> sweet-ass flesh tones, bro. We'll go ahead and post them up online. We'll post them on the uh, the picture dump for you, buddy.
2: We got another one from Cody. Uh, he says, My name is Cody. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm fairly new to 30k, but have been in the hobby for over 17 years. I play Sons of Horus and would like some advice on a couple things. First off, how would you arm your Jesterin? I definitely want the Multimelta, but I'm not sure on the close combat weapons. So let's stop there for a second. I like Jesteran because of the Sons of Horror special rule where if you've already struck, when you get to initiative one, you get to hit again. So I like a single lightning claw on him. I don't like the double lightning claw. I like the single lightning claw. And I think you should do a good mix. Like, you don't want to go all lightning claws because then you have no AP2 and no anti-tank. So, like, for, like, every five, do two with Chain Fist. Maybe do, like... So if you had five, do, like, two Chain Fist and then three lightning claws or two chain fists, a power fist and a light and two lightning claws. And if you have like 10, do like five with lightning claws and then do the other five with a mix of chain fists and power fist.
0: That's solid. That's a solid tactic just all around for sons of horse, really
2: right for close combat. And then as far as like shooting weapons, like he said, he wants some multi melts in there. I like, I mean, you can do combi weapons, combi weapons on just Aaron terminators, depending on how you're going to use them. If you're using their deep strike where they can deep strike with Abaddon or Horus, it's good to put commie weapons on them so they can do something on the turn they arrive. Yeah.
6: So, what do you think, Scott? Yeah, I think that's really... I mean, that would plus mileage out of them. They really have those two rules, you know, Death Dealer and then the Merciless Fighter, I think is right. what it's called. Yep. So if you can work it out, I would definitely put the two Chain Fists in there, no doubt, because you don't want some crazy... Dreadnought guy rolling up on you and just punching to death your three hundred fifty points of just Aaron. So
0: yeah. <clears throat> so basically, you're saying like run a Ryan. You're saying run combi weapons or, or something to take advantage of the. Uh, that's
2: only if you're deep. Like if you're putting them in a dread claw, or they're going to hide in there for a turn. Yeah. You, th- don't waste the points on right. shooting weapons because you're going to hide in the dreadclaw and then next turn get out and assault. Right. Where if you're you're doing something where you're going to deep strike them where they're going to have to stand there for a turn because they're cataphracted, they can't run. Right. So doing something like we're Horus and you're coming in, like Horus has a no-scatter deep strike. Yep. So if you're putting them with Horus or somebody, go ahead and put combi weapons on them so on the turn they arrive they can do something. Because otherwise they're standing around with their thumb in their ass shooting combi bolter. (laughs) Yep. Thumb in the butt.
0: Makes sense. No. 100%. So the
2: the second question is, I want to run a squad of reavers. Uh, I know they aren't the best. How would you make a squad that didn't involve a dreadclaw? He wants to either go jump packs or rhinos. I the jump packs aren't bad because they have outflank. So you can like if you if you go jump pack, the problem is it's like they're kind of one of those all or nothing units. The reason I normally write when I write lists for people, I just throw them in a dreadclaw because it's the cheapest way to make them effective to put other things in the list. Because typically when people write me a list to do. They're like, I want this and I want this and I want this and I want this. And then it's my job to like shoehorn all that in, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, I can't splurge on a lot of points for stuff. Reavers are one of those. You either want to run them fairly bare bones, or if you're going to start adding upgrades, you probably need to go whole hog. Like our buddy, Kenneth runs them with jump packs. He runs a full 15 man squad with jump packs. And then he puts Volkite chargers on every guy. Okay. Okay. So what happens is when they come in from outflank, they get to move on to the board 12 inches from one of the board edge, and then they have a 15-inch shooting range. So it gives them a huge, you know, 27-inch threat range coming in from, you know, whatever the short or the, you know, the the table edges that aren't deployment zone table edges. And they have the death dealer rule now. And then I think those guys they, don't they have something else, like preferred enemy infantry?
6: They have uh, Precision Strikes. And precision That's what
2: it up, is, Precision so. Strikes. Um, and also, if you're going to go that route, like if you're going to go Jump Packs, definitely put an Apothecary with them.
6: Oh, well, another good thing about it, too, is uh, they have the Merciless Fighter Rule, too, so if they have the Jump Packs, they count as two models for purposes of outnumbering. So if you give them off chain axes and there's like a 10-man squad, it really counts as 20, so i will get to swing again at I-1. So.
2: Right. <laughs> very it's very brutal so if you're wanting to go jump i would go if you're not going to do a dread claw i personally would go jump packs and then give a good amount of them volkite chargers and then give them pretty much all chain axes and then maybe sneak a few power fists in there
0: i dig it i feel it
2: and then definitely put an apothecary with them and maybe a character in artifice or armor something with some extra wounds to try to tank and keep those guys alive
0: for at least one turn yeah
2: (laughs) yeah and then he says, uh, "I want to try and make this list that uh, that can abuse the fact that Horus lets you outflank your army. Uh, once I get some of my stuff built, I'll try to send you guys some list ideas. Thanks for everything you do. Keep up the great podcast. So yeah, if he's definitely if he's wanting to use the outflank thing, do the jump packs. I think it's a good on the reavers. Definitely love to see some pictures once you get them ready, bro." Send them our way. Send them so then the last hours. just normal email, uh, we got one from uh, Connor Macus. He says, uh, thanks for reviewing my list and giving me some pointers. It's now updated and a lot harsher against armor. You guys are kick-ass leaders in the community, and I appreciate what you guys do. Uh, Sincerely, Connor Macus. And they also sent us another email. I think we got this one a little earlier. What does he say? Here. It says,
0: hey, dick kickers.
2: I think you asked him about some pictures from Colorado. He sent us some pictures of Colorado.
0: Yes, I did. He's the one that said, uh, "If we come to Colorado, don't expect to leave."
2: Yes. So if yeah. you go back and find his email, you can find these pictures. You can post them on Facebook if you want. But he sent us some pictures. He's like, "We have he beautiful, says have beautiful pine trees, majestic vistas, majestic vistas, occasional massive snowflakes. It's a land of plenty. Nature is amazing. <laughs> we got beautiful landscapes." Beautiful snow, I, dank as we cut it off. I don't know why it cut it off, but he said something about I guess you called Colorado guys artsy or something.
0: Hipsters, probably. And he
2: he took offense. He took offense, man. You can't just sling it around harsh terms like artsy.
0: Hey, I know all of our Austin <laughs> all of like our, our our like our level of progression is like uh <laughs> like you live in Texas. If you're artsy, you move to Austin. If you're super artsy, you move to Colorado. He's probably one of the originals that lived in Colorado, so like you know he's not super artsy, but that's where all of our artsy people go. All of our real artsy people go. They go to go s- where the where it's legal. <laughs> that's where they go.
2: So Michael's what he's saying is he doesn't want to paint with a broad br- brush, but everyone from that state is artsy.
0: Yep. every <laughs> single person in that state is artsy. I know all of uh,
2: them. <laughs> that's all I got on just question emails.
0: All right, ready for a list, bro? You ready for some, ready for some list? list? Okay, first one's that ultramarine list. Uh, the vigil operati ultramarines from Bjorn. Twenty five
2: hundred percent. When I day. seen the, when I seen what it was, I was like, "What? What is this? What's this vigil?" Because like I've never seen anyone even attempt to run this. Have you? No,
0: no. I was the exact same way. Whenever you told me, like the only the only militia like mix army is the one that for Raven Guard that I know about. Like I didn't even know this was a thing.
2: Well, and sacrificial offering.
0: Oh yeah, sacrificial offering, of course. Baby baby squats dying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A bunch of little... Never mind. Anyway. <laughs> I was going to say Willow. I was going to bring Willow reference in, but I thought it was a bad, <laughs> real bad idea. <laughs> Twice, three times this episode. Three times. All right. Hey, guys. You kindly built an Ultramarines list for me a while back, which included 30 veterans with melted bombs as elite choices. With a new FAQ that prevents the use of more than one grenade and assault, I have essentially 150 points that will be unused for most of the game. Do you have any ideas on how to update this list? I posted it below. This is
2: the wrong email. Uh, uh, uh,
0: Back up. Back up. Sorry, Bjorn. That's all I got, bro. That's what I got
2: from Bjorn. Well, here, I'll read it. (coughs) Go. He says, uh, I was hoping you guys could help me build an ultramarine list that uses the Vigil Operati, operati Rite of War. I'm aware that the only benefits of this right of War are a couple of semi-useless rules slash force org swaps. I'm looking to use this as an army to help my little community at my local shop build up. Basically, I want to make a list that isn't as hard as nails and is fun to play against. I figure a combination of infiltrating infantry, tanks, Mixed with Ultramarines force of some unusual units that should uh, should do that well. So here's approximate 2,500 point list that I've been working on. Uh, not sure the exact points cost as I have no convenient books apps at hand. <laughs> so I I didn't. I think I double checked him and it was pretty close. Uh, but he's got his his Ultramarines. So this right of war, what it does is you have to take a uh allied militia detachment and they have to take a uh, gene crafted and warrior elite so that's the plus 1 leadership and the plus 1 strength um, ultramarines are also sworn brothers with militia so you can freely mix like you know car- like I can put my praetorian with the unit of militia vice versa the other thing that the Right of war gives you is it gives everything with the that's infantry in the militia force infiltrate So all the all all the things that are infantry and the militia militia part of the army, the allied detachment will have infiltrate. Very cool. And then for the ultramarines, you have to take a vigilator, and you're allowed to take recon marines as troops. Compulsory troops. Yes. Okay. Very cool. So
0: basically, that's like a a sneaky force that like you know the vigilator is like, come on militia, let's go.
2: It's like Sacrificial Offering, but not Sacrificial. And it says that right in the fluff. Oh,
3: okay.
2: So, he took a Praetor uh, with a Paragon Blade, Power Fist, Iron Halo, and he... Uh, hang on. Yeah, so that's his Praetor, and then he took the Rite of War uh, with it. Then he took a Chaplain in Tartarus armor, Tartarus Terminator armor, with the Chain Fist. Now, the problem is he didn't take a Vigilator in this army.
3: What? So, he pro-
2: so it's it's illegal, but <laughs> you get the idea. He could easily swap the uh, Chaplain for the Vigilator that he has to take. Like he said, he didn't have any books when he wrote the list, so he probably just missed that. That's okay. Uh, so for troops, he's got a tactical squad, a 10-man uh, tactical squad. with ar- uh, The Sergeant has Artificer Armor, Power Fist, and they're in a Rhino with a Multimelta. Then he has a second identical squad, so two tactical squads. Okay. For elites, he has a Cortus Contemptor, Michael's favorite. Boom! Uh, with two graviton guns, boom, the, and a chain fist. Boom! That's my loadout. So right power there. fist, chain fist, two graviton guns. That's what you how you like to run them, isn't it? That's that's it. That's it. Extra armor. Then he's got a Invictarus Suzerain squad of just five guys, just base guys with axes and shields and bolt pistol. Then he's got an apothecary. So that's his uh, three elite choices. For Fast, he's got two Dread Claws. Um, Then for Heavy, he's got a Leviathan Dreadnought with Snippy Claw, Storm Cannon, phosphex Discharger, and that guy's in a Dreadnought Drop Pod. Yes. Nice. So that means he's going to have three Drop Pods. So I'm guessing the... What's going to go in what? The Contemptor will go in one. The Suzerains will go in the other. With the Paragon blade, the Chaplain, or sorry, the Praetor, the Chaplain, the Apothecary, the Suzerains will likely go in one, right. and then the Cordis will go in the other, I guess. So then, for his militia guys, he's got a commander, a Force Commander, which you have to take because you have to be able to take the Gene Crafted and the uh, other thing, Gene Crafted and uh, Warrior Elite. Right. So he's got a commander with Refractor Field and Power Fist. Then for troops, he's got twenty Grenadiers with two Plasma Guns. For the second troop, he's got 20 Grenadiers with two Plasma guns. Then for Elites, he's got four ogres with Carapace armor that all have power axes. So he says, The goal with the list is to have an infiltrating core militia that are supposed supported by deep-striking ultramarine units. The other option is to go for mechanized ultra strike force with Vindicators, Predators, and amalcador, backed up by militia coming in and arvus Lighters. What would you think would be a good way to make this happen? Uh, carte blanche for unit selection the only thing I'm really set on is using the four ogrens otherwise I'm flexible my militia force is a small core of 40s infantry some ogrens a few leman russes thanks for all you guys do and have a great year uh Bjorn uh Gilliman's manservant <laughs> understood or the world record breaking fucking <laughs>
0: so so where did I write that? strong man Oh, it's right here, is it Bjorn Bjorn Thorson or something like that? Uh, Lund is his last name. No, I'm trying to think of like the dude that like lifts trees and shit and like breaks ancient records and stuff. Oh, the mountain,
3: in, um, the Game of Thrones guy, yeah, the mountain, some... yeah. Isn't yeah,
0: his name Bjorn,
6: like Thorson or something
0: like that. Yeah, Bjorn Magnus, Bons, you know, one of those, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that.
2: Well, the top guy's an American dude named Brian Shaw, just like some. Big, giant, corn Amer- cornfed American guy. What the, the mountain? World's strongest man. Oh no no! I'm talking about the mountain, the one who's like he's like running yeah he's around. in the World's Strongest Man competition.
0: Well, like he's like running around like breaking like ancient records and shit, like picking up trees and stuff, and like carrying like trees along yeah. the way and stuff.
2: Well, this other guy's better than him. Just saying. <laughs> well, that other
0: guy needs to go break these ancient records. And, like he
2: does. <laughs> he he's beat the guy every time they faced off in World's Strongest Man. Anyway. <laughs> I need him We're to carry, carry
0: a we tree. We can't talk about
2: Willow and World's Strongest <laughs> Man, Michael. We just can't.
0: <laughs> anyway. Just saying, Bjorn's so, a badass fucking name. I think of that dude like lifting trees every time I see him, Bjorn. And I'm like, I know so, this isn't him, but.
2: <laughs> so I rewrote this list. So keep in mind, I'm not saying like this list is better than yours or run this list over yours. I just wanted to go at a, a different way at it and put different, totally different units in it. Just to give you an like more ideas, so the list that I'm giving you is just more like a pool of units that you can freely swap with the units that you already took, um, if that makes any sense. So it was just basically to bring up the conversation. Since you're building an army that's just supposed to be like for a store to get people in, that's not supposed to be super harsh. It's not really super important what goes in it. So I'm just throwing basically out ideas. Like this is like an idea of something you could do basically. So. I went with a Praetor that has Mantle of Ultramar, Power Fist, Paragon Blade, Digital Lasers, and Artificer Armor. Then I took the, the Vigilator that you have to take, and he's in Scout Armor with a Power Weapon, um, and he has Melta Bombs. You can give him any Power Weapon you want. Um, then for the two troops, I did the same thing he did it's a tactical squad. The Sergeant has Artificer Armor, Power Weapon, Melta Bombs, and they're in a Rhino with Multi Melta. And then I took another identical squad. So it's another sergeant with artificer armor, power weapon, melta bombs. And they're on a rhino with multi-melta. Then for elites, I put the same, just five generic suzerains in there. Um, but instead of putting them in a, a claw, I bought them a dedicated land raider phobos with dozer blade and armored ceramite. So the praetor and the suzerains will go in the land raider. For elites, I took a Contemptor Cordus dreadnought. With Chain Fist, with the Graviton gun in it, and then a Power Fist with Graviton gun in it, and a Dreadnought Drop Pod. So it's it's the same one that he had, but in a Dreadnought Drop Pod, uh, instead of a Dreadclaw. Cordis can take Dreadnought Drop Pod, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Then for Allied Militia, this is where I changed it up from what he had. So I took a Force Commander, then he has Warrior Elite and crafted. then the Force Commander has a Mastercrafted Power Fist, a Iron Halo digital lasers and a cyber familiar. So he's actually pretty beat stick for just a, you know, basic bitch human guys. Pretty good. <laughs> then for the one compulsory troop you have to have, I took 12 Grenadiers. Um, the, spe- uh, so then I took two guys with plasma guns and then the other guys all have, uh, las rifles, which is the 30 inch range las guns. And there have a dedicated Arvis lighter with a twin link las cannon. And then this is the interesting choice, which you could swap these guys out for Ogrens. If you said you wanted to use Ogrens, just put Ogrens in instead of these guys. But just to give you an idea of what you can do, I took the uh, engine, the engine seer adept with the servo automata squad. Yeah. So it's, it's two engine seer adepts and eight servo automata and four, four of the eight servo automata have uh, phase plasma fuse sales. The other two guys are just base, except, so the engine seers both have last pistol, um, carapace armor, and um, servo arm, and a uh, power axe, because that's just what they come with stock. I gave one of them an augury scanner, so this unit will be able to um, uh, intercept. Uh, Actually, I just thought, I don't think you can intercept, because is a face plasma. you sail Salvo,
0: I think it is, yeah. I may have
2: it. wasted five points. I, I didn't think about that when I gave it. But anyway, regardless, it's in there. It's five points. At least you won't be able to infiltrate <laughs> close to them. So then for fast attack, I took five Sentinels with LAS cannons, because they outflank. And then for heavy support, I took a, uh, artillery, one of the heavy artillery batteries, with two Medusa carriages, and each of them have the maximum crew. So there's uh, eight additional crew. so it's... Uh, so it should be what's god damn it they come with four four per gun yeah i think it eight to to so. yeah so it's eight i think it's two 16. two guns and then i think there's seven crew total so i think yeah. it's 14, 14 crew and two guns and then they're upgraded to breacher shells <laughs> so the thing with this you got to remember all these uh militia guys infiltrate so the cool thing about these the the artillery is because the the crew of the artillery have infantry, they can infiltrate just like Raven Guard and their uh, rapier batteries. Yep. So it's not so much that these things have to get super close, it's just more regardless of who goes first or second, you'll be able to counter deploy your artillery battery wherever it's going to be
0: best be served, which is nasty. Like that's such like a fucking nasty ability to do. Just like So the this idea was a of here. The,
2: the idea of the servo automata uh, squad is you put the Vigilator with them because he can join them because they're battle brothers. The Vigilator and Scout armor has Infiltrate and Scout and these guys have Infiltrate. So he can join them and they can Infiltrate together and then Scout. So they're going to have Infiltrate plus Scout. So be able to start these guys really super close to the enemy hopefully in some ruins. And because the Vigilator comes with a Cameo line cloak, it'll give these guys stealth. So if you can infiltrate and scout them up really close to the enemy in ruins, they're going to have a three-up cover and then for right from the turn one be able to start shooting those phase Plasma fuse sails at close range where they're getting all their shots. So it gives you a little bit of synergy there. Um, the Grenadiers, even though they're dedicated to the Arvist, they don't have to start in it. So because you have infiltrate, you can either infiltrate the Grenadiers or start them in the Arvist. The Force Commander will likely have to go with the servo automata because it's really the only thing you can join. If you start the grenadiers on foot, you can join him to there. My original idea was to join him with the Praetor and the suzerains and put them in the land raider, but then I realized that you can't have an allied unit in a transport of another army. Right. So, that doesn't really work, even though it seems kind of silly you can't attach one character to a unit and not but whatever. Hop in. We can't. Yeah. We're not allowed. So Anyway, this is a twenty four seventy nine list with some, uh, you know, a few extra points. If he if he really wants to run those Ogrins, just get rid of that servo automata unit and put the uh, the vigilator in with them, and then the praetor in with them, and they can still infiltrate and scout, but with Ogrins instead of the servo automata, and they're still going to have stealth. So just infiltrate and scout them up in ruins somewhere to get them really close, and then you just have to take on take one unit of one turn of shooting. With stealth on your Ogrens, and then if you live through that, you can get a turn two charge off pretty easy.
0: That's fucking brutal, especially with those fucking Ogrens.
2: Yeah, so that's what I would do, is just get rid of this Servo Automata unit and put in the Ogrens instead.
0: I would have never Work. considered the, uh, the artillery, like, infiltrating artillery, but that is very fucking ruthless. Like, that is a solid like
2: well he said he wanted some like unique looking units i figured because he's also building this for a store if he wants to keep it cheap there are a lot you could always just go buy some like old world war ii model field guns and convert up some guards you know i mean you don't have to you know spend a bunch of money because it's just guns and infantry so there's a lot of ways to build those like scratch build some for cheap
0: i was just thinking like a like kill him, or like you know these ultramarine praetors, like sitting down at this table with like a bunch of like militia and he's like okay this is where we're gonna do it in the night <laughs> you're gonna deploy yeah. these medusa batteries here <laughs> like but make sure they're covered in tarps like you know? well the way <laughs> i
2: understand it like the way i visualize it is they've just like it's almost like a relief force like they're They've like smuggled in parts for the guns and like build them inside of like a, a house, like hollowed out a house yes. and build them in a house. Yeah. And like, is- as soon as the battle starts, like the roof collapses in and the artillery starts like firing out of the house <laughs> where they've like, you know, like did some sneaky shit. I just like imagine some Ultramarine in a box, like do it now. Like the house, yeah. like
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like
2: what the hell. But if, Our- if you think about this army, so you'll have the Rhinos and the Land Raider, like, driving up. The Contemptor comes in turn one in the drop pod, and then you've infiltrated the Ogrens and the Force Commander and the Vigilator up, so that's kind of in their grill. The Sentinels have outflanks, so you'll probably outflank the five last cannon Sentinels, and then you got the artillery battery opening up on them, and then you got the Arvis flying in turn two, uh, with the sentinels coming in from outflank I mean I think it's a pretty solid army really it's pretty cool it's got a lot of variety to it
0: it'll be very fun to model yeah so much fun to model it
2: so I hope that helps you out there bjorn very solid dude
3: I like what you do like next that.
0: I like lists like that like uh like super fun and super fluffy
2: Right, I, I think that that's very fluffy, very fun. I don't think it's overly harsh, but I do think it's competitive. I mean, it's, it's got a decent amount of uh, shooting an anti-tank in it, and it's got, with the ogrens and the suzerains and shit like that in there, it's got an okay assault element to it, too. People will tell stories about it. Like, I played this fucking crazy-ass, like, militia ultramarines army.
0: Yeah. They, they infiltrated the Medusas, and he built little houses around the Medusas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh so anyway, uh next we have on the list is the Sky Hunter Phalanx Alpha Legion list. So that came that from. one's on our Facebook if you want to read it. Yeah, so this one comes from Troy. Uh I'm gonna see if he so he just popped us the list. Uh okay. So I guess I'll read <laughs> I'm,
2: watching, I'm watching Scott's face read the list I wrote.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's fun, right? (laughs) Oh,
6: yeah. That's the one way to say it.
0: Okay. So anyway, so this is going to be from Troy. Troy sent in a list. Uh, I'm going to read the list off and read how he wanted to play it. Uh, So first off in the list, he's got a Legion Centurion. Um, He's a librarian. He's got a force weapon. Is that all he gave him? I could have swore. He's got a jet bike. Yeah, but I don't see the jet bike on there. I know for sure he's got a jet bike, but I don't see one on there. Power armor, librarian, no. So you forgot to add a jet bike on your Centurion, but I know you wanted to add one. Uh, Legion Praetor, Artificer Armor, Digital Lasers, Iron Halo, Legion Smitter, Jet Bike with Heavy Bolter, Mastercraft a Single Weapon, Paragon Blade, Power dagger. So it's, it's he's running a prey tour on a jet bike, and he's got fucking just him completely loaded out. Yeah. Um. He's taking mass allegiance, and he's also taking the skyhunter phalanx ride of war. Yeah. And so, yeah, he he did not take a jet bike on that centurion. That's odd. I'm pretty sure he meant to. Uh. Then he's taking a legion jet bike skyhunter squadron. Uh. They all have Melta bombs. All have multi meltas. No, 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 no. Just one, it's heavy one melta.
2: and three. Yeah, one guy. So it's two heavy bolter guys, one multi melted guy. Yeah,
0: one multi melted. He's got
2: six squads of that. I think.
0: I think that's it. I think that's going to be like pretty much the entire list. It's hard to read on Facebook because it's like all yeah, <sighs> yeah. So,
2: so it's six six three man minimum squads with one multi melted per squad. All have melted bombs, and I think he upgraded them to a sergeant on all of them. And the sergeant has power weapon on all of them it looks like
0: and yep. he has he doesn't need to take artificer armor because he's on the jet bike so yeah so yeah that's pretty much all around and then in his fast attack he has uh legion javelin attack speeder squadron uh looks like just bare bones attack speeder. i don't see any upgrades to them or anything like yep. that. yep
2: so heavy bolter cyclone twin link cyclone
0: and it looks like uh one one in each slot so just three of them And three separate fast attack choices what I'm looking at. I think he's got three
2: in each.
0: Uh, Legion Javelin Attack Speeder, Legion Javelin Attack Speeder. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's three. So he's got nine total. Nine Javelins. And then his Heavy Support Squad, he's got a Legion Fire Raptor with Armored Ceramite, four Hellstrike Missiles, Reaper Auto Cannon, Battery Upgrade. And he's got that times two. And then last heavy support choice is a Legion Jetbike Sky Slayer Squadron with multi meltas. And that's it. And the yep. the sergeant is not upgraded with anything.
2: Nope.
0: So yeah. So he said, Okay, so the whole army starts on the board and exit it turn one. Since they will go on to reserves and I would pick out flank all the jet bikes would show up on the sides and destroy tanks and generally piss off the other player by playing, no, no, you're not going to touch this (laughs) by driving around the table and leave the table, go back into go reserves. So my question is, is this is this legal and is this list total bullshit? (laughs) You'll never get this. You'll never get this.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, as far as I can tell, it's legal. I mean, the the Skyhunter Ride of War has the the ability to where any any units of jet bikes can leave the table whenever they want and go into ongoing reserve. So the thing with ongoing reserve, when you're in ongoing reserve, you automatically show up the next time you're available. You don't have to roll. Right. So I just told him it's legal as long as you don't, you have models on the board. Because if you like everything leaves and then they kill like your javelins or whatever, then you lose automatically. <laughs> so So if you go off the
0: board and then you get, fucking uh bjorn's ultramarine army meduses the fuck out of the three dudes that are left and then that's it it's game
2: over right. so i rewrote the list though and made it a little more efficient and like straightened out some of the problems i've seen with it the problem with the way he had the multi-meltas in there when you run these jet bikes if you have like one multi-melta the rest of the guys are heavy bolters you're shooting weapons that only kill infantry and then a weapon that's really only good against tanks So if you're shooting at infantry, you're kind of wasting the multi melta, and if you're shooting at a tank, you're wasting the heavy bolters. So if you can, you try to separate that out into these are dedicated for this and these are dedicated for this, if that makes sense. So I kind of rewrote the list, so I went with a Praetor uh, on a jet bike with the Skyhunter Phalanx Ride of War. He's got a Mastercrafted Paragon Blade, uh, Power Dagger, Digital Lasers, bombs, Iron Halo. So he's got a shitload of attacks. He's totally decked out. Like I think he's the same as Troy Head. Then I have a master two, mastery level two librarian on a jet bike. So he's just got a you know what he comes with force weapon, bolt pistol, level two on a jet bike. So you'll want to go divination with this guy. Divination is far and away the strongest uh, discipline you could take with an army like this. Um, so then for troops, I have the first squad is a minimum three a Jet Bike Skyhunter squad, but instead of a multi-melta, I took a Volkite Culverin. And I have three squads just like that, so it's three three-man squads all with one Volkite in them. Okay. Um, I did not bother to upgrade to a sergeant or give them melt-a-bombs. Um, for the fourth troop choice, I took a full six-man squad with two Volkite Culverins and the, other than that, they have no upgrades, so no melt bombs no sergeant. For fast attack, I took nine javelin land speeders that all have penal mounted multi-meltas, and then the twin-link cyclones. So I put all those multi-meltas that he had in the jet bikes and basically threw them all in the javelins so it's a little more like all my anti-tank is here is instead of spreading it out and wasting shots on with heavy bolters. For the first heavy support slot, I took uh, five jet bike sky hunters, all with multi-meltas just like he had. Uh, no sergeant upgrade. And then instead of Doing Fire Raptors, I took a, for a Lord of War, took a suborbital strike wing, and it's made up of three Avengers. All three of them have Kraken Penetrator missiles and Battle Servitor. There's not going to be a single tank left on that table. So it's nine Javelins, three Avengers, and five multi-melted jet bikes, and then what is that? 12, 13, 14, 15 normal jet bikes with a mix of Volkite, Colverans and heavy bolters. And then the librarian and the Praetor on jet bike.
0: It's fucking ruthless. Like it's like, it's a, it's a ruthless list. Like, and then man, for alpha, fast, then you'll man, like,
2: with, with this, you'll probably, you can take tank hunter. Um, if you wanted and any light armor, like rhino, like anything, armor 10 or 11, you'll chew up with the sky hunters and the, the sky slayers. You don't really need it with all the javelins on the the crusade, whatever the other guys. You could do counterattack so that if people do get a charge on your bikes because they come stock with bolt pistol close combat weapon, you'll punch above your weight. You could do um, infiltrate so that you could always counter deploy all your shit. Yeah. If you wanted to. <clears throat> um, if you didn't so want to there's lots to of it. different ways you could work it. That's nuts. You're going to play this in stiff. You realize that, right? Like, this is like, this is. you just wrote his stiff list. <laughs> it's fucking brutal. This is why we were talking about, well, this Rite of War, all Jet, jet Bikes' troops is crazy. That's why I feel like this Rite of War and the Trigorian Brotherhood Rite of War and the the Raven, the Raven Dark Angel one, they're all really brutal because Jet Bikes' troops is just pretty foul.
0: This would be rough, man. Yeah. I, uh... I would, this would rape my list. Like there's not even like a friendly game. Like it would just be just unconditional. Like, it'd, like.
3: Just,
2: yeah, this you. is like 40 K level power level, but <coughs> in, in Scott's defense or Scott, sorry. Cause he's <laughs> sitting right here in Troy's defense and my defense for writing lists like this, what are you supposed to do? The right of war specifically says you can take skimmers flyers and jet bikes. Yeah, that's it. That's all you can take. So this is exactly what that is: skimmers, flyers, jet bikes. It writes itself. I ain't I ain't hating on Troy for it. I ain't hating well, on, on Troy for it. Well, I'm just not a fan of this right of war because of crap like this. But it's not really anybody's fault. Like if they want to run a jet bike army, this like this is it. I mean that's Forzal wrote the right of war. Like don't don't blame somebody for playing it because there's no other way to play it. This is how you play it.
0: I just think of my dreadnoughts versus this, <laughs> just like like dying, dying <laughs> Terminator Two style, like just like in the lava, just no, just they're staying just far enough away from to me to multi melt me to
6: death. List. I mean it, the the <laughs> thing that you don't even think about is the fact that a lot of that can go off the board and then just come back on and outflank on turn two. That really, like if you're playing drop pods or something, that's really going to take the piss out of you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Drop Pods are here. Fuck. Gone. <laughs> but I mean, it is. I mean, it's definitely a themed list. I mean, there, you can't really argue that. It all fits a very fast moving, coherent theme. So, right.
2: Well, and like I said, I, with if you want to run that right of war, what else, like uh, Yeah. The I mean, only other options besides it. javelins are normal speeders, right. which.
6: Troy, you just have to be super nice. and Just be a fucking awesome dude. That's, yeah, that's and it's got to nice. be
2: fully painted and nicely painted. <laughs> yeah, it better to
6: look fucking great. And better. then bring
2: them beer and cookies too. <laughs> just blowjobs and belly rubs after the game. Yeah, that's right.
0: Just like, just start the game with, "Hey, I'm probably gonna whoop your ass pretty hard, and I don't, I don't mean to, I
6: don't mean to." <laughs> but if, like, you came here looking for a friend. You found one. <laughs> you found. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're
0: gonna have a really good conversation in the hour and a half to two hours that we're gonna have left over before the entire turns over. <laughs> so just just hang with me. Just hang with me. Yeah, it's 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 a brutal list, man. It's a very it's a very. Um, I mean, what do you see any weaknesses he should look out for? I really don't see like very much that could hurt him, except for like militia armies like holding them down but
2: um well you got the avengers other than like if somebody has really heavy armor you're going to struggle other than the avengers so if they forced you to go first where your avengers came on and they had like a strong anti-air element like a couple fire raptors or something where they could shoot your planes down and then also had like spartans or something like that on the ground there's not really a lot you can do to it
0: just like super heavies in general, I would I would imagine, right? Like yeah, a nine Malgador list.
6: <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> we talked about it. Um, they wouldn't want to see like Solar Ox with like more than one um the fucking Infernus yeah. thing.
6: Malcador, Infernus, Storm Sword, well, fucking
2: yeah. Oh, I ignore thing. cover, and you're just removing like yeah. you know all those jet
6: bikes or whatever, you're doubling out all your characters, your strength ten. I'm like, <"Zap." laughs> yeah could you might see that defcon make i don't know we'll see we may we may know we may know somebody sitting let's just say i might have something for you Troy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) super sweet so yeah so that's i'm pretty sure like what's cool is like i get that like troy said that listed and all that jazz and like you know thought about that but now it's like it's out there man so i feel like other people are listening like That's a pretty cool idea. Like, I have a whole bunch of fucking...
2: Well, I built a similar list back uh, when I did the Veringian Heresy podcast, and they asked me to write, like, something mean as shit, and I wrote that Blood Angel list that was just Max Javelins, Max Avengers, and Jet Bikes. It's pretty much the same army.
0: I love it. Only not Alpha. Alpha Legion, man, it always seems like... Man, next time I build this ridiculously crazy army, I'm gonna run Alpha Legion. Like <laughs> I'm gonna do this exact same thing, but Alpha Legion. Troy just got it right out the gate. Like, you know, just I'm gonna go Alpha <laughs> Legion, Skyhunter Phalanx.
6: You're hard. Here
0: we go. <laughs> Super cool. So yeah. Very cool list, Troy. If you do build this list, send pictures, man. Have you ever seen Troy's painted stuff? It looks really good. Like he's like a crazy like just like good painter. Like all the time, he always just like posting stuff up and like spiky bits hobbies in South Texas. But like he paints like Age of Sigmar stuff and all that stuff and just like whips it out like within a day. He's a solid painter, man. Good stuff. Good job, Troy. And yes, we are friends on Facebook. (laughs) All right. So next up on the list is Matt's list, right? The World Eater list.
2: Yep, got
0: it right here. Okay. Uh, Okay. So boom. So Matt's world eaters
2: list twenty five hundred points. No, should be fifteen hundred. It's a fifteen hundred point one. He sent two. Do the fifteen hundred point one. Should be below fifteen hundred point list. (laughs) Matt's fifteen hundred point list without the.
0: uh, It's not loading. Got it. No, it won't load the picture. Don't you worry, fellas. I'll make it happen. Here we go. Fifteen hundred points. All right. So he's got a Praetor with Paragon Blade, a Codere, Codier weapon. The barb Cadre, Codere, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Just call it a barbed hook lash. Barb hook lash. Meltabombs and Iron Halo. He's got a ten-man tactical squad in a Rhino. The sergeant has Artifice armor, Power Fist, and Meltabombs. They all have chain axes, and on the Rhino, it's got a Dozer Blade and a Penel Pound and Multimelta. He's got this times two. Uh, He's got, in his Elite Choice, he's got five Terminators. Uh, Looks like they're in Cataphracty, two have Chain Fist, two have a pair of Lightning Claws, and the Terminator Sergeant has a Chain Fist as well, so three Chain Fist in that unit. Uh, They're rolling around in a Spartan with Armored Ceramite, Flare Shield, and Dozer Blade. And in his heavy support slot, he has three jet bike skyslayers with plasma cannons, chain axes, and the Sky Slayer sergeant has a chain axe as well. Really quick, 1500 point list. Yep. Just out the gate, what, like 18, 19 dudes? And a Spartan?
2: Yep. And two Reiner. So here's what I did I swapped this because he was running no right of war. I swapped this over to Pride of the Legion. <clears throat> okay. Because I think he bought the additional hand weapon for his tacticals. I think you missed that reading it off because of the way it's written and whatever. Quartermaster. Yeah. So <laughs> the thing is, if you look at if you buy a 10-man tactical squad and you give them the additional close combat weapon, they're roughly the exact same points as just naked veterans. And veterans just are already loaded out that way and have an extra attack on their profile plus get a free veteran ability. So just do it. So, so that's kind of what I the way I was looking at this list. So I took Pride of the Legion. I took uh, Praetor with Paragon Blade, Barbed Hook Lash, Melt Bombs, Digital Lasers. He had uh, a mastercrafted Paragon Blade. I just swapped the mastercrafted for Digital Lasers because if you think about it, if you're this guy would be four base, two weapons, so five, and then seven on the charge, right? With Rage, right. So if you're rolling seven dice and you get to pick one up and re-roll it, it's no different than adding an 8th die-in as far as, like, average hitting. But by adding the 8th die-in, you have a higher top-end possibility. Right. And it's the same points. So you're better off to always take digital lasers over Mastercrafted.
0: That makes sense.
2: Yeah. So, I was just throwing it out there so people, if you're writing a list and you have 15 points, unless it's for pure fluff purposes, take always take digital lasers over Mastercrafted. Um... <laughs> So for the fir- first troop choice, it's a full 10-man uh, veteran squad. I chose Marksman Vets, but you could go with any, really any, you could go with that or Weapon Master, either one. Um, but it's 10 Marksman Vets in a Rhino with panel mounted multi-melta. The veterans all have chain axes. The sergeant has Artificer Armor Power Fist. And there's two of those units. So it's basically like the same units he was running, only all these guys are going to have Sniper and... Also, all have an extra attack, so it's it's just better. Um, we'll, and you're going to use the same models. So the Terminators, uh, it's a five-term, five, ter- five cataphracty Terminators. Uh, three of them have chain Fist, the sergeant, two normal guys, and then two of them just have single lightning claws. I don't understand where they came up with the points value for dual lightning claws. A single lightning call is 5 points. Dual lightning calls are 10, but they replace your combi bolter as well. Or, sorry, they're 15, (coughs) plus they replace your combi bolter. So they're 10 points more, plus trading in your combi bolter over for one extra lightning call attack. Yep. Uh, Yeah, no. So, I don't ever see the point in doing that. Skeptical though on that one. Yeah. So, So, um... I personally would just run the single lightning call and keep their commie bolter. So you'll have five guys with commie bolters, two have lightning calls, three have chain fizz. Instead of the jet bikes, I went with attack bikes. So for basic, for roughly the same points, instead of three jet bikes with plasma cannons, you can get five attack bikes with multi meltas. And if you think about it, attack bikes already have an extra attack on their profile, and then. They get to shoot two weapons, so they get to shoot the Combi Bolter and the multi multi-melta. So each of these attack bikes with World Eaters, because they have Rage, is they're two base, then they have two close combat weapons, then on the charge they become five because of Rage with World Eater, and then they have Hammer of Wrath. So this unit's going to be five Hammer of Wrath hits and then 25 close combat attacks with Chain Axes, because they have Chain Swords, which you can trade in for Chain Axes.
1: And then on top of that, they're
2: going to be able to shoot five multi-multas and five combi bolters at you. Yeah. Pretty solid for a 250-point unit. Definitely. That really makes me rethink a unit I was building in my head. So, yeah. So, I just like, I think they fit his theme better, and they're just much better in his list than the three jet bikes. Plus, you're going from three wounds to ten wounds. But Because they're two-wound models, and you're getting five instead of three one-wound models.
0: <coughs> you're welcome. So
2: this is roughly the same. I mean, it's pretty much all the same models, other than the attack bikes, just changing uh, what you're calling your veterans from normal vets to, or from normal tax to veteran tax, and then swapping a little bit of war gear around. But I really like the list. I like it too. It's quick. It's just as quick as before. Save Chris Duncan. Yeah.
0: And you send that over to him. He says. Uh,
2: yeah, that was a Facebook. Everybody's gotten their list. The only one I haven't sent off yet is the uh, the uh, ultramarine list. I'll send that off to the guy. I wanted him to listen to this episode first. <laughs> so last on the list is Kenny's list, man.
0: The Typhon, two Typhons list.
2: Yeah. So Kenny basically just wrote me, you know, he called in and said, hey, I want a, a Death Guard list, 2,500 point Death Guard list with Typhon, the character, and Typhon, the tank, in a okay. list. And then he sent me a list. I'm, I've, I've been working with him back and forth. He's got a whole bunch of other like list ideas and questions here. This is just like the first step in the process of getting him sorted out. So he sent me a list of models he owns and stuff. So a lot of these choices that I put in here is just because he owns the models or whatever. Right. Plus yeah. I wanted to keep it fluffy and just make it a solid list. So it's Death Guard 2,500 points. So I have Callus Typhon. And he's taken the right of the War, Pride of the Legion. So for the second HQ choice, I took a Siege Breaker in Terminator armor. And it's cataphract of the Cataphracty variety. Of and course. he's just got a, a Chain Fist and a Combi Bolter. And then he's still got his Nuncio Vox and whatever else he comes with. Uh, f- so for troops, I took five Death Shroud Terminators. Just base. Um, so they have Hand Flamer and the Power Scythe. Um, for the second troop's choice, I took a six-man veteran tactical squad. Um, they have machine killers. The uh, One guy has a melta gun, and then a sergeant and four other normal guys have combi meltas. So it's all melta guns, basically. Um, then I took another ten-man veteran tactical squad. Um, they have marksmen. Uh, two of the guys have flamers. No, one guy has a flamer. Uh, the rhino that they're in has a pinnel-mounted multi-melta. Then for Elites, I took uh, a single quad-mortar battery of two quad-mortars that are upgraded to Shatter and Fox- Phosphax canister shot shells. For Heavy Support, I took a Spartan with Armored Ceramite and Dozer Blade, so Typhon, the Death Shrouds, and the Siegebreaker will all go in the Spartan. Um, then for a second Heavy Support slot, I took an Achilles Land Raider. And the Achilles, is the quad launcher on it is upgraded to phosphex canister shot, and it has a dozer blade. The six machine killer vets with Meltas will go into the Achilles. And then for the third heavy support slot, I took seven Grave Warden Terminators. Uh, Two of them have Chain Fist. All the other ones just have the chemical grenade launcher and the power fist that they come with. And then for a Lord of War slot, I took a Typhon siege tank with Sponson-mounted LAS cannons and armored Ceramite. Looks like he nailed it, dude. <laughs> Looks like you- so it's, a, it's <clears throat> Yeah, so it's a Typhon driving forward with, or sorry, it's a Typhon on its own, and then Typhon, Siegebreaker, Death Shroud, and a Spartan driving forward. And then you got an Achilles with phosphex with machine killer vets driving forward. Then you got an outflanking Rhino with 10 sniper vets in it. Then you got the quad mortars launching some more phosphex death at them. And then they got the Grave Wardens just stomping around midfield, laying a bunch of poison blast markers around everywhere, and protecting backfield's objectives. And all of the infantry in this army score. <laughs> fuck. fuck. Uh, Callus Typhon has a warlord trait that makes him a denial, or uh, th- like a super denial unit. Like, units within three inches of him cannot score objectives.
0: Right. So he just walks around with his, like, big-ass entourage of armor 14 tanks right it's like but the, the death shroud and
2: both veterans are troops and then the uh grave wardens have uh uh implacable advance does that this
0: is gonna sound stupid but like I like it's probably like thinking way too much into it but does that three inches of him does that extend from his transport
2: I wouldn't think so okay because you can't score an objective within a vehicle so I wouldn't think you and you can't deny an objective from a vehicle I hold that. okay
6: Thank you. Like, auras don't
2: yeah that's what yeah scott Brutt, say that into the mic
6: there well like the whole faq thing with the auras and stuff don't don't like reflect out of vehicles anymore if you have okay. like got uh, something like that
0: i thought you were gonna have like this like 12 inches of like nobody can score <laughs> the like <laughs> Typhon's little fucking like
6: put him in a storm lord for... so <laughs> what do you guys think of this
2: list
0: <laughs> i dig it man it reminds me of like entourage like just like an entourage of like boys, like Typhon, we're going to battle, boom! And then he just like rolls out with like, "Give me a land raider, give me like I need some stuff to, to basically take the heat off my fucking Typhon." I
2: think and it's cool. Like I like that it's it's super tough. You got the the three <laughs> armor fourteen vehicles in it, all with armored ceramite. Uh, the Spartan, the Typhon, and the Achilles. Talk about the Achilles has a thing where it's like super hard to kill because it's negative yeah. negative neg one to vehicle damage rolls. You got all the Kim munitions on the Flamers in the Death Shroud unit, and then you got the Kim munitions on the veteran sniper unit with the one Flamer in there. Um, then you got the Grave Wardens with the poison thing. You're using both Death Guard specialty units, a Death Guard special character. I mean, and you got a bunch of phosphex in here and tough tanks. Like, I feel like it's as hard as I could get.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Death Guard as shit.
2: But I would be proud to play this army. I like it.
0: I think it'd be fun. I think it, like, you would have a lot to, like, consider before you started, like, popping your last cannons up. you know? It's like, oh, God, what am I going to kill? Probably jack shit. (laughs) Probably jack shit, bro. (laughs) So, I dig it, man. I really dig it. And then, like, you just get a fucking outflanking squad in your ass, like, (laughs) as you're trying to deal with these things coming at you.
2: Yeah, and he he also said that he was looking for a list to maybe run Mortarian when he doesn't run the Typhon, and they're roughly the same point, so he could just do a direct swap in that list for Mortarian, and just put Mortarian in the up Spartan with the other guys. He's there's plenty of room.
0: Yeah, very cool, man. I like it. I like that list quite a bit. I (laughs) I'm trying to think about what I would do to counter it, and like it's just it's a little rough. It's a little rough to think about right now.
2: Nah, I mean, it's... I don't think it's ultra... I mean, it's a good list. I don't think it's super ultra, like, whatever. No, yeah, no, it's definitely not, you know, not uh, surmountable. Like,
0: you definitely... You can definitely uh, take care of it. It's just... I don't think
2: anything repeats in it, either. I think it's a Highlander list. It It only has one Rhino. Like, all the tanks are different. It's got two veteran tactical squads, but they're different sizes and totally different
6: loadouts. It's a... This would be a really good list for uh, that jet bike list because the Typhon, that uh, gives no fucks about those jet yeah, bikes. Yeah, I was just those, thinking uh, that. Uh, those veteran flamers with shred <laughs> and rending on sixes and stuff. All, all the, the phosphorus in it? Just, yeah, just bulldozed through a unit of jet bikes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to melt to your. You're going to what? <laughs> <laughs> That's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So you wrote a list that countered a list you also wrote. <laughs> I dig it. We're going to tear a hole in reality, dude. <laughs> you can't just put these strong questions in the universe without also putting answers out there. So you took care of it.
2: That's why 30K is awesome. There's answers, answers for everything, usually multiple answers.
0: Badass. So that's all the list we have, man. Uh, did you, it, man. You want to go over the Free Buddha's Army?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, it's not posted yet, but it should be posted by the time we post this episode. So the uh, we I told you a long time ago the the Free Buddha's auctions, the ones we talked about in episodes past, that so there was going to be five and three have, three have already happened. So the final two are finally starting to uh, manifest. So the World Eater one w- should be posted by the time this episode's up. So we'll put the link... Uh, on our uh, Facebook page where you can find that easy. But it's basically an entire Kalth box that they just bought World Eater upgrades for and painted up World Eater with all the World Eater decals and stuff. So it's... uh, I sent Michael the pictures. He can go ahead and post the pictures. But it is, like I said, a Kalth box. So it's the two Calth characters, the Kalth Contempter, three tacticals or veteran tactical squads and then the five terminators and they're all fully world eatered out with decals and whatnot and the leftover decals that were left on the sheet get included in the auction so it's almost a full decal sheet he basically he basically just used no this was somebody else this guy named randall painted this um so that's it and then the next army that's up is going to be the imperial fist army which there was a few hiccups on, but we're getting it sorted now. I showed Michael a sneak peek of parts of that army and he would seem pretty pumped about it. It looks great. So.
0: Dude. Both armies the world Eagle army looks great. And this, uh, Imperial fist army looks, looks great as well. So yeah, pretty excited about both, but uh, I'll go to get the p- pictures posted up. The sneak peek pictures. we got a whole bunch of pictures we got to throw up. And I'm also going to throw the skeptical hippo up as well. <laughs> so that way That's everybody right. can, everybody can see that. But, uh, <laughs> That's gonna be all we have for this episode, Scott. I appreciate you jumping on, man. Uh, definitely appreciate your insight into some of the stuff. Hope we can have oh, you, yeah, in. man. Thanks for having me. I don't know if you listen or anything like that, but we'd like to extend an invitation to one of the Break the Glass episodes because I'm pretty sure you have a bunch of fun stories to tell.
6: Oh, absolutely! I can come up some shenanigans. Don't worry, <laughs> yes. I got plenty of stories. So, <laughs> <laughs> love it, man. Yeah, I definitely appreciate
0: you having me on. Uh, guys, I also want to give a thank you and a shout-out to uh, Ben Porter. He actually recorded that new opening that you heard this episode. God dang, that dude's so cool. Appreciate you, Ben, man. Appreciate you, you, you going the extra step on that one. But uh, that's all we got, guys. I guess uh, you all have a good one. <laughs> Later. Say bye,
6: Scott. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so